Blog Talk Radio.
Mother against daughter Father against son The whole thing Is getting out of hand But folks wouldn't have to suffer If there was more love For your brother But these are trying A whole lot of things that's wrong 
Maya Hotel, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power, and I'm Beverly. And uh, how are you doing this evening, Dr. Robert X? Hotel, Sister Bear, Hotel family. I'm doing as well as can be expected, Bear. How about you? Good, good. I still got the breath of life in me, so that's good. Excellent. <laughs> oh, what's the title of the forum tonight? What is that? Myopia? Myopia? How, how you pronounce that? Myopia? Yes. yes. And, and what is that? A failure to see outside your immediate point of sight. Okay. You only see things one way. Ah. Uh. Narrow-minded. Yes. You can put it that way. Okay. And what that basically, uh, the context that we're using it in, is basically saying black people in general are very myopic. We tend to see things in only one way. And unfortunately, the view that we normally get is based based on black people being caught up in that black feedback loop. So in many cases, because we're such a programmed group of people, uh, we we can't help but look at things in one way. Mm-hmm. And the enemy Your enemy And you got one Whether you want to accept it or not uh, Your enemy is using that against you Okay i give you an example Okay Let's go to this little homosexual Don Lemon <laughs> Do we have to? Okay, go ahead. Don Lemon has been an unmitigated liar with very uh, little historical skills about anything. But because he appears on a program that black people, for some strange reason, think speaks on their behalf, whatever they say in general. And the reason I say that is because you can hear us repeating it. So that's a program. Yes. That's what feedback loops do. Okay. Okay. It's all conditioned response. All psychological. <clears throat> but every now and then People break out of the programming Based on certain events that may take place Now that's not the norm But it does happen So the people that create the feedback loop That we're caught up in They're clear on it So what they'll do is try to get out in front of any issue Having to do with us 
before we can respond to it. They create the conditions, and then we respond. You can look at what's going on in the border and take a look at what black people are saying around the country now. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's predictable. Now they're pissed off and they're hollering and screaming. Well, maybe this is a way to uh, snap them out of the hypnotic state, the programming. That's what I just said. Okay. Every now and then we snap out of the programming. Okay. It remains to be seen. If that's temporary, okay, because what they'll then do is flood you with fake black people. Actors, athletes, etc. Or they'll go to Howard University and sit up in front of a room full of uh, black graduates from Howard University and say the greatest threat to this country is white supremacy and never tell you what it is. If they told you what it was, you wouldn't be sitting in the audience listening to one of the chief progenitors of white supremacy. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be funny if it was somebody that looked like us that's the hidden hand that's orchestrating all of this? That's the one thing, Bev, that we don't ever have to worry about. Not in the real system of white supremacy. This is not a new construct. We're talking constructs. The, the system of white supremacy has been in place for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So there's a system. Yes. The way that you break out a system is through organization. We are the most poorly organized people in the country, and these people take advantage of that. We are more apt to listen to CNN in spite of all of the lies and firings that it has had to do. Right? And then then all anchors got fired. And then on top of that, they invited Orange Man on the platform, and he showed out. Of course. He well, was being him. You don't have to... Go ahead. Not just was saying he was being him. Yes. And just tell the truth. But if you notice, immediately after he got through, it's like the anchors at CNN, well, somebody set him on fire. Mm-hmm. The little white-haired homosexual he came on afterwards and apologized to the people and told them he wouldn't blame them if they didn't ever listen to CNN again, <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Right. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I heard him. Now, how do you work for an employer and you telling the, the customers of your employer that you wouldn't blame them if they didn't buy your product? 
Well, ain't that kind of what uh, Tucker did, similar? Uh, Tucker, what happened to him? He got fired. What happened to Anderson Cooper? He's still there, isn't he? Okay. That's the difference. See, Anderson Cooper wouldn't last 15 minutes out here. You follow what I'm saying? Outside of a network, he can't survive. They have no audience, Bev, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. The only audience that they have, overwhelmingly, are black people. And they starting from what... From what I'm noticing, they starting to wake up now. Yeah. Once they put Juan Valdez in their community. Yeah. And they say 500, but what they really mean is 50,000. Yeah. See, that's 500 in that one spot. Ain't no damn 500. What they're doing is de-niggerizing... De- the ghetto. Yes. I I have a relative that lives in a senior citizen building, and she's been there for years. But this is the first time that she's seen, you know, usually when people leave, they replace people. But she see a lot of vacancy in her building. And I say, yeah, because they're getting ready for uh, the, the illegals. They're going to put them in there. That is correct. While homeless people, how many programs have you seen with these people talking about the homeless in New York, Chicago, San Francisco, and greater Los Angeles? How many stories you seen about the homeless problem? Yeah. Thousands. But they still on the street. But Juan Valdez gets to come in, and within 10 days, he got a driver's license. And free can't cell read, phone. Can't speak the language. Go ahead, Bear. No, I say and free cell phone. Of course. <laughs> so they can track him and you know keep in touch mm-hmm. up with him mm-hmm. and program as many of them as possible. Yeah. That's why they want them to have the phone. But with our myopic vision. We tend to separate these things, you see. You can't talk about the border and not talk about the United Nations because they're the ones driving the policy. Let me say this. This has nothing to do with past uh, discretions that this country did to Mexico or Guatemala or whatever. Okay? So this is not payback. This is a global program. Okay, to diminish the cultures of the people that were already there. That includes black culture, which will you will see it slowly melt away as Juan Valdez infiltrates your community. Again. You can take L.A. and talk to anybody in L.A. Uh, You can go to Arizona. You'll find the same situation. 
where other people's cultures are being removed. And add to that, the government is in league with Juan Valdez, or Juan Valdez is in league with the government through social engineering to wipe your culture off the map. None of this is accidental. And it's it's not new either. I mean, they did this to uh, us, the indigenous people that was here. They did the same thing. Yes, but let's let's keep it current. Okay. So people, you know, don't get it mixed up. Same program. Yes, because it was the same system of white supremacy. See, the conquering of this country under so-called manifest destiny and other areas on the globe were all part and parcel of the white white supremacy. That was before this country was founded. Manifest destiny is white supremacy. But again, you can't separate what happened at the border from what's going on with the United Nations the World Health Organization, all of it. It's not separate. It's all the same thing. And the way that you know that is because when you look and see who's behind it, you see the same people. The same people that tried to set up Orange Man, okay? I'm talking about the five eyes. Okay? Now, this is about the third consecutive program. I'm talking about the five eyes in terms of their behavior. So how do they fit in there? They are an intelligence network that coordinates globally. And what one can't do in terms of its rules and regulations, they will get the other country to do it on their behalf, giving them plausible deniability. That's what you saw with Trump being set up with this... uh, uh, investigation by Durham that just wrapped up as soon as the statute of limitations run out. Mm-hmm. Because Durham is a member of the senior executive service. Now, there are always people who will flip. Okay? If you'll notice, he points out all the criminal behavior. The FBI immediately issues a statement and says, yeah, you're right. They don't deny anything that he said in terms of there never being a point of origin to even start an investigation. There was no predicate, no reason for an investigation. And then he goes on to point out that the whole thing was cooked up by Hillary Clinton uh, John Brennan, the former head of the CIA, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and who's the girl that just, the black woman that, that just resigned? Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Yeah, it's documented that they cooked the whole thing up. Okay, 
Now, remember I mentioned last week Fusion GPS? Mm-hmm. And the fact that Reed Hoffman, who's financing this insane little white woman that says Trump raped her in a dressing room in a clothing store, Reed Hoffman also financed Fusion GPS. Mm-hmm. That was directly connected to the attempt to overthrow Trump. Susan Rice. Thank you, Chat Room. Susan Rice. Exactly. All them in the White House plotting how they going to overthrow Trump. This is before he became the president because they knew they couldn't sell Hillary if they put a stinky ass on sale. If they gave her away, they couldn't do, do nothing with her. Exactly. So you see, you can't separate that from George Soros because he's one of the other major financiers of the whole thing. Remember, he's running Ukraine. Right? Did he just pass away? No. No, okay. No, uh, there's a rumor going around. No. no okay, okay. Uh, when he died, they're going to put it up in big, bold letters on all mainstream media. Okay. You won't be able to miss it. Because, you know, he just bought a bankrupt Vice. I told the people about Vice, along with BuzzFeed, Media Matters, and a host of others. We're we going to get into some of this in the coming program. Because you need to know how systemic this thing is. You can't separate none of that and him from Bill Gates. They work hand in glove. You can't separate any of them, which means you can't separate any of the rest of this stuff from Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. This has nothing to do with past grievances from so-called people of color that's coming across that border. You see? You can't separate none of that from the central bank digital currency. The same people that's behind all this other stuff I just got you talking about also pushing the central bank digital currency. The World Health Organization wants to teach little children how to masturbate at four years old. You can't separate the masturbation of four-year-olds from the masturbation of 94-year-olds. unless you're myopic in terms of your vision. Now, you can drink the Kool-Aid. You can definitely drink the Kool-Aid. But don't be surprised if the punch is spiked because you need to know who made the damn Kool-Aid that you're drinking to begin with. That's the whole point to all of this. 
Now, I can tie into this. We can go to Ukraine. Uh, what? George Soros runs Ukraine? they got bioweapons labs in Ukraine that are producing ethnic-specific weapons? You don't say. What? You mean to tell me the, the little homosexual white boy uh, who runs uh, – Balenciaga, pedophile, um, fashion moguls, or pedophile corporation in the fashion, who's been put in charge of uh, 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 children who've lost their parents in Ukraine? You see, it's all connected. It's all the same stuff being done by the same people. It is not one thing. But wait, but wait, wait a minute. Bill Gates is connected to who? Jeffrey Epstein? And said he only met him a couple of times, and now we find out that it was dozens and dozens of times. And you mean to tell me Jeffrey Epstein had a a pedophile relationship with young children and children that people don't know about, specifically on that island that he had? Remember where he was talking about producing a whole army of little Jeffrey Epstein? Is that not correct, Bam? Yeah. Wait a minute, that's transhumanism. That's amazing. And then I can't leave out uh, the so-called new king of the UK. Right? <laughs> Ain't they pushing climate change? Ain't he on the executive board above everybody else on the World Economic Forum? Ain't he, ain't he uh, the head of uh, the World Wildlife Fund out of the UN? The World Wildlife Fund is just another name for the eugenics movement. Wait a minute. Wasn't his daddy another pedophile? Uh the former head of the World Wildlife Fund? Well, how long have these people been in eugenics? Maybe since they were, uh, in fact, acted and dressed apart, uh, supporters of Adolf Hitler. Maybe that's why. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wasn't Maurice Strong, Maurice Strong family, Google the name. And he'll take you to the United Nations and the World Wildlife Fund, and he'll run right smack dab into the eugenics movement, of which another member and founder 
One of the founders of the World Economic Forum was Prince Bernhard of the Netherlands. Okay? Who just happens to be the daddy of the Bilderberg Group. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Global white supremacy? Is that what this is? Well, how about the Rothschilds being directly connected to Jeffrey Epstein? You see, all of this, I can take everything I just got through saying and connect it with the first central bank, which would have been the Bank of England. Okay? You can take it back to the assassination of, of Abraham Lincoln, Bank of England, which gave birth to the Federal Reserve. Rothschild which gave birth to the Bank International Settlements. Which gave birth to the Nazis. Now, it's all right to have myopia as long as you know it but if you don't know that's what you got then you continue to only see what you want to see or what you're being allowed to see so I got two pills here <laughs> you can call them Democrats and Republicans because one of them is blue and the other one is red We're dealing with some very, very evil people. Very, very evil people. And much of that evil is being passed down to the general public through academia and media. Academia and media. Very, very dangerous, both. Being myopic will not allow you to see. Because we expose quite a few of them. But it will not allow you to see who's financing, cutting off the, the genitalia, of these children. Who's financing this? You see? We expose a number of them. So why is it that the mainstream media is not exposed? As a matter of fact, they appear to be the point people for pushing this stuff. Why is that? So, yeah. 
Trump is the devil. But before it was Trump, it was Mr. Louis Farrakhan. And before it was the minister, it was Malcolm. And before it was Malcolm, it was Martin. Pick a black leader. And you tell me. But one of these people, one of these so-called black leaders, just tried to overthrow the damn government in the coup d'etat. Because black people were so myopic that we could not see nor hear the fact that this dude has been a CIA operative since he was a teenager. And that's why they put him in there. With all of the pomp and circumstance. They even referred to him as the savior. <laughs> Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. We didn't want to hear it because it didn't fit with what we saw directly in front of us. Damn what's going on all around us. We only want to see what's directly in front of us. Because if you look to your left or your right, you might not want to look what's in front. Look at what's in front of you, because now your whole view changes. Now you become panoptic. You become very much aware of what's going on around you. You've broken the programming. And yes, it's starting to happen. But it may be just a little bit too late. Well, why do I say that? Because none of these bastards are going to jail. Nobody. I remember this book that Steve Copley mentioned back in the early 80s when he was dissecting what happened to Richard Nixon in the 60s. And the name of this book was uh, They Dare Speak Out. And it was about a congressman from Illinois who knew about what they called the deep state and tried to talk about it back then. And they couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Now, they don't even hide it. All right? Let me, let me show you how some people are waking up. And then look at the, look at the response to those who wake up. That's Tucker Carlson, the most popular person on the Internet. He speaks out. And what happens? Boom. Well, the very guy, remember now, 
Barack Obama is the savior. But before they gave you the savior, they gave you King James. I'm talking about LeBron James. They gave you King James. Warren Buffett, all right, one of the most infamous bastards, monetary bastards on the planet. He had his annual shareholders meeting, right? And one of the people who had been given permission to ask a question and given a certain time in which to frame that question or make a statement, spoke out. And I want the family to hear what he said. And then I'll tell you what happened to him. Check this out, family. Taking a little longer than I thought. Okay, here we go. Come on. There it is. I thought. Oh, here we go. Okay, check this out, family. This is at uh, Warren Hathaway, Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Warren Hathaway, Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting. Okay, check this out. I am Peter Flaherty, chairman of the National Legal and Policy Center. If we had an independent chair, the company would be less identified with Mr. Buffett's political activities. He's donated tens of billions to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. As Bill Gates explained, when the company was built together, although the company bears our name, basically half our resources have come from Warren Buffett. If woke culture is the disease, then philanthropy is the virus. The Gates Foundation bankrolls the teaching of critical race theory around the country, including that math is inherently racist. The Gates Foundation offers a gender identity toolbox, which asserts that gender is a result of socially and culturally constructed ideas. This is a lie. Gender is not a cultural construct. It is a genetic and biological fact. You're not going to censor uh, what I say, man. I'm very sorry. And I'll appeal to the chair that I'd be allowed to continue. Sir? Uh, you may continue, but you're under a three-minute limitation. Of course. We know how much Bill Gates cares about children. He met and traveled with Jeffrey Epstein. Many oh, times. Oh, 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 The Gates Foundation may be the largest single donor to the dark money machine known as Arabella. 
cut off his microphone, even though he was given authority to speak twice. Okay, now, let me keep going. I will point out that starting is talking about honey that I've given not for travel. He's warm, but I'm not sure where Mr. Farty gives his money.
No, I can't. Well, why not? Because I'm not myopic in my view. See, some of us are still working off of black consciousness. But black consciousness, consciousness only exists in the minds of those who practice it. In other words, for the most part, it doesn't exist outside of those of us who practice it. Why do you say that, Rob? Because if it did, there's no way in hell all the things that I see going on in the black community would be going on when nobody, for the most part, saying or doing anything about all the dysfunctionality. Why? Because much of black consciousness is on the payroll. It's looking for a dollar. All hell going to break loose in the black community. Sometime between now and the next 12 months, once Juan Valdez gets acclimated in the hood, it ain't going to turn out well. Why not? Because they got a myopic view of you, too. Didn't some black people just go south of the border, two men and two women, and some of them came back in, in a wooden boxes? And it's a lot more that wasn't reported. How about that? But wait a minute. I thought we was into some black and brown. We're in super dangerous times, family. And the whole point of all of this is don't allow yourself to get caught up in a myopic vision of things. Don't do that. Because you're going to need to know as much as you can to maneuver your way around all this insanity that's taking place right before our eyes. And I didn't even mention uh, Big Tech. I didn't even mention that. They lead in the censoring charge. Now, y'all correct me if I'm wrong in any of this. Okay? Robert X don't make up nothing. Okay? Let me show you. This from Zero Head. I'm sorry. Summit News. This from Summit News. The World Health Organization pushes... Early childhood masturbation for tot for toddlers. What's a toddler, Beth? Uh, two, three, four year old pre pre kindergarten. Yes. So, how would you teach a pre kindergartner? And why would you teach a pre kindergartner how to masturbate? Because when we when we would see children at that age masturbating, that was a clear sign that they were being molested. Bingo. Because all behavior is learned. Yeah. Because at that age, you don't even know what it's for other than to go to the bathroom with it. 
no matter which one of them you got. Mm-hmm. That's all you know. Unless some of this other stuff been pushed in your head. The other part of this headline is encourages questions about gender identity for kids age four. Okay. And if you're in one of these blue states and you question any of this, let me put back on the table Omali Yashatella, the brother from Florida, who had been giving speeches about uh, the neocolonialists, the United States, Great Britain, France, uh, etc. And their colonialist policies that exist to this day as opposed to Russia, which is not a colonizer. And what happens? He gets arrested. Okay. Let me also put on the table mothers and fathers of even little girls that were getting raped in the bathroom in the case in Virginia, where the daddy goes up to the school board and confronts them about them trying to hide what happened to his daughter because it was done by a tranny. Right? Right in Virginia. And he gets arrested and manhandled by the police because he calls out the school board who tried to cover the thing up. So shortly after that, he becomes a criminal because he was arrested for confronting these people who wanted to sweep his daughter getting raped under the rug. The truth is an extremely powerful tool. Okay? But it has to be used in an unyielding, no back down way. You can't sugarcoat it. You get the opportunity, you just have to tell it and let it stand on its own. Because to say nothing is to encourage early childhood masturbation for four-year-olds, institutionalized, not individualized, institutionalized. Here's what they say in the article. Backlash has ensued following the renewed focus on the World Health Organization's sexuality education guidance for schools to provide to children as young as four years old. As reported by the Daily Mail, the guidance states that children under four should be encouraged to ask questions about sexuality and explore gender identities. Again, where did all these so-called gender identities come from? According to who and what, this is where, well, in academia, who, again, we put in in charge of teaching our children. 
okay? Fake academia. Academics not really about learning, but about indoctrinating. See, they used to always indoctrinate you at the lower levels because there was no other recourse in terms of the educational system. But at the college level, now you're able to question things. At least you were used to be able to question things. Not anymore. You get uh, one size fits all. Well, what does that produce? That's why you had fake Martin King just recently storm in the state house, right? But three, four years earlier, he was the whitest black dude you ever seen in your life. You you remember that? Who was that? Say that. The again. black dude that was part of a storming of the state house. What was it at in um Tennessee, when the LGBT people going to take over the Congress in Tennessee, and the two black guys and the and the white woman got censured. Oh yes, 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 yes. And, and the, then they the went back the little Negro, the, the fake Martin Luther King, who tried to oh, sound yeah. like Martin Luther King, but was as phony as a $16 bill with some change added to it. Go ahead, yeah. man. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I remember. And then you go back a few years, and he was a white boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Yeah, that was in Memphis. Yeah. Tennessee. Okay. None of it being authentic. Fake riots with fake black organizations. We said that from day one, long before uh, uh, George Floyd. Way before George Floyd. It's a fake organization and wasn't nothing black about it. Nothing. Oatmeal man, it only comes out uh, two or three times a year. The rest of the time, it don't exist. We can tie all of it to Jeffrey Epstein. I can't separate Black Lives Matter from Jeffrey Epstein. Because the same people that was working with Jeffrey Epstein was working with Black Lives Matter and financing both of them. So you get this court to go to the world of academia, Howard University, to give a speech, and right on cue, right on cue, here comes some white supremacists holding a rally in D.C. while he's giving his speech. Right on cue. But guess what? You couldn't, they couldn't tell you who any one of them were. They're all wearing masks. They're all dressed alike. There wasn't a fat one in the bunch. Looked like they just come out of basic training. And so we want y'all to put these uniforms on and march uh, for about three or four blocks till you get to the subway station. They got brand new white vans, just like the police use. Or the intelligence community. 
Yeah, more so the intelligent community. So you see in all this, and this dude is talking about the biggest threat to the country is white supremacy, I don't disagree with him. It is. But the white supremacy has to have a name. It has to have a face. And it ain't Orange Man. It's the synagogue of Satan. Zionism and the Zionist, of which the corpse is a proud member of. Don't take my word for it. Google it. Joe Biden says he's a proud Zionist. What that really means is black people in trouble, family. Don't give me the Dutch East, East, East India Company and tell me about some damn slavery. Don't give me the Dutch East, East India Country. And don't give me the British East India Company. Okay? That's called trade. Who oh, is the trader? You see? Don't give me any of that. And don't give me this global system, the real global system of white supremacy. Because we know about the city of London. All right? Because the city of London is running that country just to the north of us. And guess what else, family? With the exception of, uh, exception of, of Haiti, it's got its, its thongs, its claws, and then there are all of the Caribbean islands. Okay. They all got crown agents. That's what they call them. Crown agents. But damn, wasn't it some of the people at the highest echelons of British authority who set up Orange Man with the fake dossier with Christopher Steele of British intelligence and others? Oh, okay. I get it. I get some of this. Eventually, some of this stuff sticks. And no matter how much we try, we cannot divorce the sexual behavior of this thing, this, these crown agents uh, in the pedophilia. Because remember, family, many of the early colonizers in Africa like Cecil Rhodes, they were pedophiles, homosexual pedophiles. That's been at the top echelon of British academia and the elite for a long, long time, hundreds of years. And well, 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 what do we have in this country at the top echelon of academia? Same flavor. 
Same flavor. As I stated earlier, the two most important prongs of pushing this insanity is the media and academia. It is amazing, family. We can take the digital ID with the tech people, Silicon Valley, because as we stated before, 30 years ago, when somebody mentioned Silicon, it was probably about a pair of titties. Because <laughs> people didn't see because of myopia, right? They only saw Silicon Valley as what? The tech center, right? Mm-hmm. But as we look at it outside of what's right in front of us, now we begin to see the other degenerate stuff that's been going on there. Okay? With orgies and stuff going on on a on a blow by blow uh account. No pun intended, family. And so you look at social media which comes from that, right? And the intelligence community. And lo and behold, a pedophile is pushed more on Twitter probably than anywhere else on the dark web. The dark web. And they denied that it was happening until Elon, or is it Noel, until Elon gets in there, but he's taking the World Economic Forum in there with him. Get back over there, Sam. Because you can't not see any of this unless you just want to look right in front of you. They think somehow, I'm talking about these academicians, uh, they think somehow that they're going to get most favorite uh, a person status. Okay. That's what they think. But they got another thing coming. Check this, family. Elite lies meant to deliver us from reality. This is from America Greatness. Elite Lies meant to deliver us from reality. This is where your media people come from. Academia. The funny thing is, a lot of the people that come from that tech industry, I'm talking about the progenitors of it, somehow they seem to be college dropouts. Hmm. Let's check this out, family. They say, because he can. That's the answer one has to give to those who ask how Alvin Bragg, a local district attorney, in office by the slimmest of margins, and then 
only because of a huge subsidy from the anti-American billionaire George Soros can get away with antics like indicting Donald, Donald Trump, uh, a former president of the United States, and now we're charging former Marine, former Marine Daniel Penny with manslaughter because he, along with two others, intervened to stop George Neely from attacking fellow passengers on a New York subway. Because he can? As a friend remarked when, when digesting the spectacle of Penny being led away in handcuffs, Totalitarian movements often start slowly, almost timidly, but as they gain power, they become more brazen. After a certain point, they do outrageous things just to intimidate the public and demonstrate their power. We now know that the FBI, the CIA, and other elements of America's security apparatus intervene intervene directly in the decision-making of Twitter and other social media companies influenced the course of the 2020 election. One part of that intervention had to do with organizing 51 senior former intelligence figures to sign a letter declaring that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. There. Mm-hmm. I, I heard a congressman recently in a little blurb point out that they have direct evidence that Hunter Biden financed by Joe Biden, I want the family to hear me clearly, we're running a prostitution trafficking ring with Hunter running it and Biden financing it. It makes sense. It adds up. Of course it does. Go ahead, Bill. No, I just say it adds up. Okay. Now, all kind of stuff has come out here on this crazy little white girl who said Trump raped her in the clothing store, in the dressing room, just since our last program last week. And I knew what we talked about in terms of who she was and who's financing and all that kind of stuff. I knew that stuff was explosive. But just in a week, they didn't come out with more stuff, even pointing out that her favorite television show, basically there was an episode that mirrored everything that she said, including using the name of the damn store. Let me, let me read this again, because you've got to understand the elite and the media are pretty much one and the same. Elite lies meant to deliver us from reality. They say, that was a lie about the uh, 51 intelligence people. They knew it was a lie. It didn't matter. They did it because they knew they could get away with it. They say, the United States is on the verge of being inundated with thousands upon thousands of illegal aliens. Many are from South or Central America. Hundreds are from China. 
even though they are crossing that national line we used to be able to call, without irony, our southern border. Why did the Biden administration decide to enact a real-life camp of the saints invasion of the U.S.? Because it could. There was no immediate price to pay. In a classic study, The Origins of of Totalitarianism, Hannah Arendt makes several observations that bear on our current situation. She observes, it's not only the compact between the elite and the underclass that is relevant to our experience in the United States today. There's also the incontinent deployment of the word democracy, not as a term describing a specific form of political organization, but rather as a cognitively empty but talismanic vocable around which political animus can be nurtured and set to work. The latest variation is our democracy, dragged out whenever the process of political demonization needs a boost. Have you noticed, Sister Bear, Mm -hmm. that these people... Keep saying our democracy. Can you hear me there? Is that part of the programming? Yes. You keep saying it. It's one of the phrases that they introduced over the last couple of years. And you can tell that it's part of that whole psychological operation. Because whenever they want to push an agenda, that's what they say. So they make it as though the people who disagree with them are anti-democratic. But it doesn't really apply to the people that disagree with them. That's why they have to put our in front of it, our democracy. What is their democracy? LGBT. See, like white supremacy, they can't tell you what it is because then you would know that it's them. Well, they ain't never going to tell you what our democracy is. They just drag it out whenever the process of political demonization needs a boost. The reaction to the January 6, 2021 jamboree at the Capitol an event egged on and at least in part organized by state actors like Ray Epps is a case in point. As he showed last week in his exchange with Caitlin Collins on CNN, Donald Trump began trying to diffuse the potential for violence at that protest the day before on January the 5th, and he continued through the day on January the 6th. No matter. The script call for him to be the villain of the piece. So the villain he is publicly accounted to be. So many things in our social and political life today seem surreal. The prospect that misgendering someone might be against the law i.e. a tort that did not even exist yesterday, is now illegal. 
the whole phenomena of so-called transgenderism, a revolt against reality, if there was one. The bizarre obsession with race involving the demonization of whites and the fabrication of an imaginary sin called white supremacy, on the one hand, and the groveling obeisance of phantasmagoric reparations to blacks on the other. And I need to add this here, family. If you're paying attention, they're whispering. They were screaming reparations for you in 2019, 2020. Now they're whispering, we ain't got the cash. Sorry. Because now... We got to take care of all these Juan Valdezes that are coming across the border. Okay? I watched a piece from a brother here in Chicago who was being interviewed by the media, and he pointed out that he was on a waiting list to get housing. And when he went to check, he found out that they had pushed his name way down the list because of all the illegals. That's some brother here in Chicago. You see? But all we could see was we going to get paid. We paid little or no attention to who told you you was going to get paid because we didn't want to see it. The, pe- the same people who took, it from, who took from you, you think they're going to give it to you, give it back to Bingo. you? Bingo. That's crazy. Bingo. Go ahead, Bill. No, I just say that's crazy thinking. But you see, they got some boot blacks that they'll trot out whenever they need them. Whenever you start complaining, they're going to get their boot blacks. And send them out there in front of you. I said even before this 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 new so-called black mayor they got here in Chicago, I'll give him one year. Four years ago, we gave this nasty little lesbian one term. Okay? I'm giving this dude one year, and these black folks in Chicago are going to want to tear him to shreds. Because the people that put him in office are the people that's bringing Juan Valdez in the black community to neutralize any prospects of black people having strength in numbers. The problem is, it really, the, the problem is that black people don't know the powers that they have. And so once they wake up to the powers that they have, it, it won't be a problem. What if they don't wake That's, up? Well, a lot of people are waking up there. And so the ones that are waking up, then, you know, you can make a change. Everybody not going to wake up, and especially everybody not going to wake up at the same time. But you know, if, if why is it that 
we are a group of people that is constantly under attack. I mean, there's something that's got to be, there's something that they know that we don't know. And we don't recognize the power we have. We are a weapon. We don't need a weapon. We are when we get them neutrons and them electrons going, and we activate ourselves. Is that's it? I think you said the key part in there, Bear. We don't know. Well, a lot of us are starting to wake because they're forcing us. It's either you gonna activate yourself or you gonna get pushed off the cliff. I think the other part is going to be more applicable, and I'm tell you why I say that. Because I haven't seen, and this is just me, I haven't seen anything that will lead me to believe that we're going to do very much of anything about anything. You know why, Bear? Why? Because we've done very little about nothing. I'm talking about as a collective, and I include myself in that. Yeah, we need to do Pick more. a problem, Bear. Pick a problem, and you know what we do? Mm-hmm. We look for the government to solve it. And that's the and that's the problem. That's one of the problems. That's why they call us a minor, because a minor is a child that needs his parents to take care of them. We got to come to the age of maturity. Take care. Uh, of we kids. better put it on. We better put it on fast forward. We can. All we got to do is activate. Let me tell you something. Once they bring all them tens of other millions of people here, it's done. That's why you see going on what's going on at the border. And you know what they've done? Show you how these people don't give a damn about nobody's laws they're working on an agenda. Now, there are people who can stop it. We got to work I'm sorry, on that. That's what we need to be doing. We have to work on the agenda. We not we haven't worked on no agenda. We've been a minor. We've been letting them take care of us, making decisions uh, for us. I, I don't disagree with you, Bear. All I'm saying is you better hurry up. You better hurry up. I'm telling you. Okay? Because... I don't think we really quite understand what to- what totalitarianism is. They just arrested the bro- the brother in Florida, Omar y- y- Yashatelli, for just talking. No crime, talking. You understand what I'm saying? No crime, talking. Okay, we see these people are in a pilot program where they not only deplatformed people, they censored everything about that person up to and including removing their bank accounts.
it won't be but a short period of time before they limit your movement. That's why they want to remove the cars and have people basically dependent upon public transit. Anybody can go to the United Nations website and you can see all of this stuff for yourself. But I remember there we were talking and I said, you know what, about 15 years ago, all of a sudden, everybody got NGOs. All these black people became NGOs and you started laughing. Because <laughs> you know it used to be 501c3 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, 20 years ago, it ceased to be 501c3 and now it's NGOs. And they got more power than the 501c3. Straight out the UN. Okay? The same UN that wants to teach your children how to masturbate at the age of four. So what that tells you is why you keep sending your children there. Use alternatives. Change. You got. Again. You got to push back. Change. If they doing something that and they you don't like it, change it. That, that we saying the same thing. That's exactly what I'm saying. But what I'm also saying is, I don't see the pension for us trying to change nothing till it's too late. Just being honest here. Now I know we got a lot on our plate. A lot. But the reason you saw all these black folks, and I understand the videos went viral. What video? The videos of these black people complaining about all these Hispanics being being put in the black community. Oh. Everybody complaining about that. Yeah, but we out front on it. <laughs> right? And they're, okay. they're talking and they're about it. Mm-hmm. And they're pushing back, and that's what I'm saying. But it's too late. Because <laughs> guess what? They're going to put Juan Valdez and all the other Valdezes in the places where they said they're going to put them. And this is just the beginning. And who gonna put him there, Bear? Here's here's the thing. Again, this is why we we gotta understand what totalitarianism is, and we have to come out of this myopic state that we're in. Most of the people that's pushing this policy in these big urban cities are black people. And now every single one of them complaining. I don't understand why they're complaining when just a little over a year ago they were bragging about being sanctuaries for illegal aliens. You know what I mean? 
Why are you bragging about it one moment and now you're complaining about it the next? Because they was blind then. Now they're starting to see. Oh, <laughs> so they was myopic in their view. Yeah. yeah. Then you they would never have a they person that can... Um, say that again, Beth. They were programmed. They're coming out the program. Okay. Uh, you should never have people who can only see in front of them representing you in any capacity. Hypnosis works. Hypnosis works. Okay, so what do we do about the hypnosis of these politicians, Beth? You replace them with people that is not hypnotized. Ah, bingo. And how do you determine that if you hypnotize? Well, they, you don't decide. The ones who not hypnotized has to be because the, they're the ones that can see. They're the ones that can see. Let me tell you why I say that, Bear. Because mm-hmm. everywhere I look, that's what I see. This same politician over and over, everywhere. Because you, you're looking at that same system. Okay, so now we got to deal with a system. Yep. And I agree. Okay? But there's no exception, which means that the entire black community must be myopic. We can only see in front of us because we keep putting very myopic people over us. Hypnotize. Well, like I said, Bill, we better do something to break the, the hypnosis. All right, because you're going to look up, and you're going to be L.A.'d. Okay? In other words, uh, uh, you won't have to worry about black gangs shooting each other no more. Because they're not going to be in those areas that they were once in. That's L.A. That's what the people you talk to, uh, many of the people from L.A., they'll tell you that's what's been going on. Again, otherwise known as black and brown. Okay? Let me go on with this. All this and more. No, let me go back a little bit. They say uh, the the bizarre obsession with race involving the demonization of whites and the fabrication of an imaginary sin called white supremacy on the one hand, and the groveling obeisance of, I'm not going to say that word again, reparations to blacks on the other. You can't tune into the Internet these days without being confronted with scenes of blacks rampaging through fast food restaurants, school corridors, or shops like Target and Walmart. They smash and steal and smash, and whatever happens to them, nothing. All this and more is part of what Arendt called totalitarianism's experiment against reality. Before they seize power and establish a world according to their doctrines, she pointed out, quote, the shocks which real life and real experience deal to human beings. That is what our masters are pretending to insulate us from with their fantastic lies about human nature, economic reality, and empirical truth. The only silver lining in this uh, minatory storm cloud 
is the fact that such movements, though unconsciously cruel, arbitrary, and destructive, are also astonishingly fragile. Okay? They say, quote, nothing is more characteristic of the totalitarian movements in general and one of the quality of fame of their leaders in particular than the startling swiftness with which they are forgotten and the startling ease with which they can be replaced. Okay? That's what you see going on in this country, family. And if you notice the last two weeks, that particular word, totalitarianism, keeps coming up. Of course, we've used it for quite some time. And people still, for some strange reason, because they they really don't understand a, a totalitarian system, somehow they think they're going to be able to carry on with life as usual. That's not how a totalitarian system works. People are evaluated and removed from that evaluation. Ain't no rights, ain't no free speech, nothing. That's why they push in censorship. Because ain't no more you can say what you want to say. Let me tell you something. A sister shaking that head, you know how the sisters shake that head. and (laughs) A sister shaking that head in a totalitarian system will lose it. And the important part to understand is it comes at you early on as if it's working on your behalf until it gets what its desires are, and you are no longer necessary. That's what happened under Marx and Lenin. Millions of people were murdered. And you know who they came to get almost? These are the people that were cheering them on. You know who they came to get? First and foremost, the intelligent people, the educated people. They came to get them first. Why? Because they were supposedly intelligent enough where they would pose a threat. Okay, same thing happened to the Mao in China. Okay. Here's another one from Kunstler.com. The elites are the useful idiots of the security state because they think they're part of it. And they are not. Okay? Bev, family, how many times have you heard that many of these so-called illegal aliens are coming here because they want to do some work? They want to go to work. You heard that before? Yeah. Watch this, Bev. Have you also heard here recently how many... Now, I'm just saying, what's that title again? 
The elites are the useful idiots of the security state. Okay. So have you also heard this recently? How many people are going to lose their employment because of AI? And yeah. that's not even to mention the robots that are going to be taking up, I would say, 85 to 90%, including picking stuff out of fields, picking vegetables and fruits. All this is, is change, and we got we to gotta change just like uh, when – Tugboats did a show about the different industry, the uh, the manufacturer and the different. It's changed. Life is about constantly change, so it's going to be up to it. We got to make the changes too. We can't just. That's not the passengers. It's not just. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's not just that. It's not that. You see. When they brought in the car as opposed to the horse, you still needed people to deal with the car. When they bring in the robot to take over the human, you don't need a human to fix the robot. The robot fixes the robot. You understand what I'm saying? But it can also take a human to dismantle that robot. That robot is That's no longer the case. That's obsolete. That's obsolete. The robot takes over the robot. The robot repairs the robot. The robot reproduces the robot. They're phasing out humans. This is what they're telling us. Somehow I don't, I think I'm not quite getting through to people sometimes. They're phasing out people. This is not my opinion. This is what they're telling you. No, and you and you're right. But my thing is, okay, what do we do about it? We know what they do. You doing. have to. You you ha, no, we don't. No, they we don't. I'm gonna say this again. You just See, said they, you and they I know. Phase us out. You and I know. Don't assume that uh, most of us know anything. Because if we did, there's no way in hell we'd be putting people who are extremely myopic in positions of authority over us, across the board. We, I don't even no, we don't know. We, we have half a way not putting them in there. It was shown in the last election that they were being put in there. They've been cheating all the time. So, yeah, we, we put some of us put them in there, but it ain't just totally. We, You know, it's been cheating. There's other factors that's been going on with that, too. I agree, Bear, but there ain't no excuse for Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Overwhelmingly black, Atlanta, overwhelmingly black, mm-hmm. Chicago, overwhelmingly mm-hmm. black. Pick a, mm-hmm. pick a black city, and guess what you find? The same and people. Most, and most of those people, again, are, most of them people are sitting inside of a microwave, you go to any of those cities and you see all them towers just surrounding the cities. And that's part we of can't the use that as an, then, then you know something, Bear? If mm-hmm. that's the case, then we can't do anything about anything. Because that's literally what we're saying here. No. If we just got to accept that we're being programmed and the tower was got us, then we can't do anything about anything. I didn't say we couldn't do anything. I said we got to activate ourselves. 
Well, so they you call that organizing. Yeah. See, the problem is, Bear, this is what we run up against all the time. Okay. Okay. The problem is we're not organized to do anything. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm saying this and saying this because if you ain't organized, you or me are subject to be victims of the cell tower folks who running around sticking guns in people's faces like nobody's business. And how come that when we do organize, we always let ourselves get infiltrated? If you put the right systems in place, you can minimize that. That's to be expected. When you're making that cake, you should already have that as one of the ingredients. Mm -hmm. That comes with the territory. It's like people like me who think that they're not going to be monitored. Oh, yeah. Are you we insane? We're we the first ones that's monitored. Exactly. So that comes with the territory. No complaining. Uh, bake around it. If you're smart enough, you bake around it. Because guess what? That's what they've always done. But you can decentralize power such that one person cannot control the flow of any movement. Yeah. You bake that into the ingredient. So I don't use those things. I expect those things as a part of who and what I'm dealing with. But I also understand how to decentralize power to the point that they cannot be effective. And anybody that's talking about organizing black people and don't put that into uh, the mix uh, has a myopic point of view. They're looking straight ahead and can't see what's going on around them. Very, very important. These are extremely important issues. Yeah, we're putting and, them and out I there think, tonight. And I think that uh, the, the organization, you know, we've been doing it literally in a straight line, and it needs to be circularly, like the universe. So you can't take out no one person and, and, and end it. Yes. I've, I've been advocating that for as long as I've been out here because I saw it when I was a teenager. Why do I have to deal with some high-profile personality, right, who mm-hmm. I can't even talk to? What the hell is that? <laughs> Okay, some God ordained personality who, when they leave, the organization breaks up because it doesn't have the right people in place to sustain it. It cannot sustain itself. It's all predicated on this personality. And that one God concept. At one time, yes. there, were, there were many gods that was worshipped. That's why we use the corporation as the model such that you could remove people from positions of authority. And one of its primary primary components is research. Yeah. You see? R&D. 
So that goes for your leaders as well as your projects. You want to know who the hell you putting on your board. Or boards. That's right. That's why you don't build one corporate uh, corporation. You build several. So they can't focus on one. You put them in a position where they got to play defense. Because in order to affect you, they got to pass laws that would basically neutralize them or they're going to neutralize you. Finally, you have to be in a position where you can speak truth to power. Okay? Because when I talk, talk about these Zionists, I'm not talking about all Jews. They don't like Orthodox Jews either. Okay? I'm literally talking about the synagogue of Satan because that's what they represent. They represent Satanism. So, of course, people like me have to stay outside of the loop. Because they'll attack me, right, to get at the people. So I can never be in control of anything. But I can speak, at least for now. Don't know how long that's going to last. When I got off the radio last week, my computer went down for absolutely no reason. Everything was working perfectly, except it wasn't working. I mean, immediately after I got out there, it's almost like when we hung up, Bev, mm -hmm. my computer went down, but it didn't go down. Okay. So, I ain't naive. And I feel certain things on a spiritual level, and I know when something is not quite right. That was one of those times. Okay? And I'm here to tell you, because I've had people to ask me, oh, well, brother, you need to get, you need to come back over here or go over there because the people need you. No, the people don't need me in Chicago. Not here. No, sir. You you and the family would be surprised, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Hey, and, and I'm not even at my optimum uh, in terms of my physicality because I've had some little health things that kind of like, you know, these four-hour nosebleeds are tripping me the hell out. Okay, because you really can't do anything when you bleeding that long. Right. So, but I, I'm rolling with the punches. I I ain't got no complaints about that. All right. It, it's just what it is, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I'll mm -hmm. deal with it. So, but that's just one of the things that happened to me as an individual. 
that kind of stops me from doing certain things. But at the same time, uh, there are people that I hold in contempt, okay, for, for being stupid on purpose. Not accidentally, that's a different thing. You're being stupid on purpose. Well, why should I feel any sympathy for you? You're being stupid on purpose. Watch this, family. Uh, this was really, really uh, a hell of a lesson. And it was funny at the same time. One of the family sent me a video. I think this brother was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't, I don't, it doesn't matter where he was. Anyway, he was talking about his new neighbors were moving in. They were Hispanics, right? Mm-hmm. And the house they were moving in was right next to him. And a couple of old cars pulled up in there. And so the Hispanic uh, pulls up and asks them, well, whose cars are them? He, you know, he don't know. It ain't none of his. So the guy just want to move the cars out the way so he can, you know, go to work and you know, get the house in, in order. Now, this, is, this mm-hmm. is a Hispanic guy. He pointed out that he just bought the house at one of these tax sales. Okay. He say about seven o'clock that evening, here come trucks of Hispanics. Trucks. The next day, they had completely redid the house, drywalled and everything. The next mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. You see. Now. Why is it that black people don't do that? I'll tell you why. Because we're not organized. Because that's just a, on a small level of what I'm talking about. Just on a small level. Multiply that kind of uh, attitude into the millions and millions of people that are coming here. That's part of the change. We can't do things the way we, we've been used to doing things. We're going to have to change along with the times. And, and, Bev, I don't disagree. I'm merely saying you better hurry up because you ain't got much time. Mm-hmm. Because what the Hispanics don't know is in the totalitarian system, much of what they're doing is going to come to a drastic halt. Mm-hmm. There. I'm, I'm looking now and I'm seeing stories about half of the banks in this country on the verge of going belly up very shortly. Mm-hmm. And they the problem, the bankers. Of course. Okay. So now, we're talking about the economic collapse of the system. This ain't me saying this, even though we said it a couple of months ago. This is people in the industry saying it. Now, what's going to happen in this country? Because, see, this is, this is going to be the environment that the election, which they already are plotting to steal, as you and I speak. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many people come out to vote. 
And they're not even hiding the fact that they meeting and plotting. Well, someone asked me that, okay, if they've been stealing all the time, in which they have, they was like, well, how did Trump get in there? Did he steal better than they steal? So, no, they couldn't steal as much as they wanted to because they didn't expect him to win. They couldn't gauge what the turnout was going to be. The okay. turnout was overwhelming. He won by way more the first time in 2016 than what they mm-hmm. said. They stole like hell then, but they didn't have right. the stealing apparatuses in place. Look, in 2020, what it took for them to beat him, it took putting in place a fake virus, fake ballot box boxes right all around the various black cities, they got these drop boxes where they dropping thousands and thousands of votes. None of that was in place in 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then so. they had the mail-in ballot. That was basically a minor thing before. Scared the boo-boo out of the people, and they put all that in place. All of it was illegal. So when you hear Orange Man saying that the, the election was rigged, he's absolutely right. Right. But what is the media telling you? That it wasn't rigged. Exactly. But we know there was a special counsel put in place in Wisconsin as an example. Just one example. And this special counsel, in looking at the election, said that it was massive fraud in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Massive. All over. But, yeah, but we, again... They didn't have this system put in place all over. We're talking about a person that they chose, a former Supreme Court, the head of the Supreme Court in Wisconsin. He looked at the after effects of the election and found out that it was massive uh, uh, criminal behavior unlike anything he had ever seen before. Okay. This was the former Supreme Court justice of the state of Wisconsin up to and including $400 million being uh, put in there by Zuckerberg. That's just one example. And the reason that I use that is because if if you listen to the media, one of the things that stood out with Orange Man when he was on CNN was he kept saying that the election was rigged. And what did they say? It wasn't rigged. They kept calling him a liar. Right. <laughs> and everything that they said he was lying about, he was actually telling the truth, but it didn't stop uh, the mainstream media from consistently calling this man a liar. Well, how can you do that? I'm going to go back to the subtitles that from the last article. Because they can. That's why they do it. See? And we keep looking at this thing like it's going to be fair. It's not. There's no such thing as fairness in a totalitarian system. Okay? Again, watch this, Beth. 
Do you think that these people, when they tell you you're going to be eating bugs, do you think that they're just talking? No, but that's their agenda. That don't mean that I have to eat bugs because they they already have told me their agenda, so I need to have an agenda. Yeah, but what if you caught up up now in this totalitarian system where ain't no such thing as your agenda? You got to put your agenda together as they're telling you. You don't wait. You start putting okay. things, making changes as you when you hear I about get it. it. I get it. My whole point is, what happens if it's too late for you to do that? Now what? So we got to look at both sides of this thing. We all know right. we got to figure out ways to deal with it. But what happens if it's too late for you to deal with it? So what they're going to do, they're going to have uh, – Polices that monitor your house. If you want to grow your own, a lot of people are growing their own. They're getting their seeds and stuff together now. That's what I'm saying. While you can do things, do what you can do now, and and yeah. grow your own food inside the house. You don't even need a yard now. Now again, Bear, they can they can monitor all those things with the smart meter system. That's why they put them in place. That's one of the reasons why they put them in place. That's your electrical use, mm-hmm. your electrical use is going to be uh, 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 drastically altered. Everybody's electric, everybody's energy. That's why they're shutting it down and taking control of it. Everybody's energy is going to be reduced drastically. You're gonna have roving blackouts all over the country. They're already telling you this, and they're doing it in some cities. This past winter, you saw in Denver, but not just Denver, in Texas as well, okay? Well, they just, and California, where they just shut down your power. You ain't got no damn power. So how come people can't just pull their resources together, rent, buy them some land, and get their own community together? And everybody do like yeah. the the the, uh, the foreigners that's coming over here. Come in button truckloads and put things together. See, that's, again, Bev, you're talking outside of a system of totalitarianism. That doesn't happen in the totalitarian system. There is no ownership of anything. They say you'll own nothing and be happy. There's a reason why they're saying that. Because you're not going to own anything. (laughs) I know this sounds fatalistic, but you're dealing with Satanists. And and the Satanists, all they did was took our voodoo and using it. So I mean, if if they're using our stuff, we take our use our own stuff against them. It's more it's more they, potent. Nobody's stopping us from doing that. Do it, do it, do a it. Lot of I ain't against it. Doing it. A lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are okay, fighting well, they need spiritually. Yeah, they need to step it up. Is what I'm saying. Because this uh, this other side of the chessboard, I'm showing you. That they're coming at it and they're putting this stuff in place right now. We can talk about all the potential for what we have all day long. But what do you call potential that's unrealized? 
There has to be a name for that because there's no just one side of the chessboard. There's always two sides to everything. Yeah, it is. Okay. Now, some of the things that people are doing, and I agree with, right? Like, let's just take for an example, the bird, the boycott on Budweiser. Is it Bud? Yeah. Bud Bud Light. Bud, yeah. Ain't they the same? How many? How many years have we sit on this program and talked about the people need to take the power into their own, at least seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, people need to take authority into their own hands by removing themselves, extricating themselves from certain uh, uh, corporate domains. Stop shopping at certain, don't give Amazon, Amazon a nickel. If you can help it, don't yeah. give Walmart a nickel. If you can help it. Right. Well, look what it took. Look how many years later, okay, that they finally decided to do with uh, Bud and a few other corporations, but enough ain't being done. You don't wait until they boo-boo in your face. You get the drop on them. You see, don't wait for them and then you react. You put them on defense. This is where the opposition has been woefully inadequate. And so no, that's I feel a, just, like the people that's awakened, they the one has to do that part. And then the other people that wakes up slowly, then they have to react. So you got one group that's proactive and the other group that's reactive. And what I'm saying is the proactive people are really not proactive. Okay, they're not proactive enough is what you're saying. Yeah, because they look, man, here's what here's the problem. I know because I get it in my email. They're looking for acknowledge, acknowledgement from mainstream media. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They look at a win is when the mainstream media tell them they got a win. No. No, no. The reason I say that is because I still got people sending me mainstream media articles. There's very little I disrespect more than mainstream media. Because I've been screaming about it and monitoring it for so long. So my angst towards mainstream media is hyper when it comes to most people. I literally get hot. And I'm going to tell you something else. I cannot stand commercials. Yeah, that's part of the programming. Yes. A major part. Because it's condensed. So when I tell you things like back in the day they were programming us, we didn't realize it. But how many times have you heard this when you were a kid growing up, Bill? Only you can prevent forest fires. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that? Yeah. Or is it real or is it Memorex? Okay, that's a see, that's a uh, 
sponsored commercial by a corporation. Uh-huh. There is no corporation for only you could prevent forest fires. Okay. They were talking about smoking in the forest. And that a lot part of, them, of the early, I didn't really pay that any attention because I was like, I don't go to the forest. I know that's because that's what programming does, but you still remember it to this day, don't you? Mm-hmm. I do. And then they created a fictitious character to go with it named Smokey the Bat. Mm-hmm. Well, those, those commercials were brought to you by something called the Ad Council. And they were talking That's about not the cigarettes, wasn't they? Same thing with the cigarettes. It wasn't an advertisement by a corporation like a cool or viceroy or, you know, something like that. Many of these things were sponsored by the ad council. Okay. So now that means, well, what the hell is the ad council? Well, in the case of only you can uh, prevent forest fires, that was part of the early environmental movement. Mm. But they didn't tell you that. Okay. Environmentalism in its early form came out the World Wildlife Fund. So the Ad Council was propaganda put in place by the elite to program you without your knowledge as they began to confiscate the land in this country. And they ain't stopped. So is that what that commercial was about? Yes. It was about forest fires, but the underlying rationale was to move people off public lands so that the government could take the land. Okay. And now the government is taking more land than you can imagine, you see? But we saw it as just another commercial. That's not what it was. And you go and look at organizations like the Ad Council, and you run right into the World Wildlife Fund, right, and the United Nations oh, that they call today Agenda 2030. But we knew back in the 80s as sustainable development. Now you ain't looking at Smokey the Bear in a myopic point of view. Smokey the Bear was part of the move to create the totalitarian society. 1984 is another name for it. And in 1984, you ain't got no damn rights. You ain't got no seeds to grow nothing. Nothing. Remember, George Orwell was one of them. He was just trying to give you a heads up about what was coming. You see? So if, if, if you can uh, find some some heirloom seeds, get as much as you can because they might you you might have to use them for money one day. Hey, listen. Uh, <laughs> 
the kind of society I envision where everything and everybody is monitored. That's like that's what they. It, not all of China, but they got a good good pieces of China mm-hmm. that are already like this. Okay, uh, well they limit your movement like nobody's business. So what about the they already part, talking about. What about the part that's not monitor? What did they do to not to get monitor? They're working on it. Mm-hmm. The Chinese are working on it. Okay. Remember, Bear, just 40 years ago, China was as backwards as they come. It was the Zionists in this country that propped up China. They gave them the technology and the wherewithal, and particularly starting in the 90s. Since the 90s, they have just taken off. That came with the Clinton administration, good old Democrats. And they was paying them off in baskets, suitcases full of money. Ain't that the same thing that's going on now with Hunter and his daddy and and many of the Democrats? They're all getting paid from China under the table. They find out they're getting millions of dollars from uh, the, the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. See, we don't – I wish I could give some – I keep seeing people now using this word over and over. That's why I'm sounding the warning. Mm-hmm. We ain't far off from this totalitarian thing. If they are allowed to steal the next election, see, it, it, <coughs> it's going to be so obvious because even now with all the stuff they're throwing out there, and I'm just using this because they're chief rival. Actually, I give – I really don't care. I really don't care who wins, okay? Because I told you, family, Orange Man is now a full-fledged politician. He should be treated as such. Just telling you what's going to happen if these people maintain control. You can take it to the bank. It's not my opinion. And you see it, but you don't want to see it. Well, I keep telling you about this black man who they supposedly, they're supposedly promoting black people. Well, why you arrest this man for just talking? Hmm? Did, well, he, the have, first people that they, did he have anybody come and protest or stand outside his jail house and protest about his freedom? I'm sure he does. But if, if if a tree fall in the woods, does it make a sound? <laughs> if the media ain't telling you, it took people like Tucker Carlson to tell us, not black media. It took Tucker Carlson to tell you about uh, Omali Yasitela. And, and, and now you're telling us about it. Yeah, but if Tucker didn't tell me, I probably couldn't tell you. Now, I'm sure he's not the only person that covered it, but the fact that as as a person with such a high profile for him to cover that and show how these people are prosecuting 
a black man for free speech, no crime, and I hear black people talking about hate speech and this kind of stuff. And ooh, it, chills went up and down my spine because what is hate speech in a free speech society? What what is that? I don't free. know what that is. You either got free speech or you don't. You don't got it. There's no such thing as hate speech and free speech. I've said this a million times, baby, you know. The two cannot exist in the same space because one contradicts the other. Right. If you hate something, should you be able to say it? Yeah, you should. That's a crime. According to the people that's taken over. That's called hate speech. Well, then what's hate speech? Anything that the people in control say it is. You get me? Mm-hmm. So the brother gets arrested for free speech. They call it hate speech. Because he don't support the United States against Russia. Nothing else. And what's his name again? Oh, yeah, I, I butchered okay, his name. What, 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 uh, I'll, I'll go and look. You say Tucker talked about it first. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's the one that I picked it up from. Okay. All right. I, I'll make sure I send you something on it. All right. But the whole point is we, we, we have a false view of what these people are attempting to do. We really do. So while much of what we think we can do is well-intentioned, grow your own food, do this, do that. What I'm trying to get my people to understand. We got to do. It's not just one thing. No, I understand. But that's not allowable in a totalitarian system. Is what I'm trying to get people to understand. You see, if you can't speak freely, what makes you think you're going to be able to do anything else freely? That's why that's the First Amendment. That's the and reason this, why, because it's the most important and one. And isn't this what the fight is about now? This is what the fight is about. That's part of it. Yes, but anytime you can censor a president for lying, right? L- listen to what I'm saying. They censor the president, and they got people to buy it, right? That dude put up on his Twitter account that people shouldn't be violent. That's why I read the thing earlier. Mm-hmm. On the fifth, the day before January the sixth, yeah, they censored him. They took the information down and censored him because Elon Musk didn't have it then. And then they tried to jam him up to say that he was the one that facilitated so-called January the sixth. You understand what I'm saying? But he in the fight, and so far he he went in the fight. There. He went in a battle. He won a battle. They still got the power. And they still 
and they still prosecute him like nobody's business. They just yeah, found him guilty for nothing, him. with no evidence. Listen, yeah, man. They just found this man guilty of raping a woman or sticking his hands down her pants with no evidence, no nothing. He ain't in jail. He's still winning. Oh. Because he's fighting them. He's still battling them. If it was, if they uh. was winning, that man would be in jail on an island somewhere. Bear, it was a civil trial, Bear. There was no criminal trial. Okay. It was a civil trial. Okay. Okay. They so would like they, nothing did more. They, did they diminish Listen, his, his followers? He, he had a rally. He still got people not paying Bear. that no attention. Bear. Mm-hmm. They are going to try to lock him up. They've been trying they since like, day one. I know, Bear. Bleep. Did they steal the 2020 election? Yeah, but well, by them still in that 2020 election, it did a lot. It woke a lot of people up. They've been still in the election, but with this last one, people saw it. It was in your face. Fair of the elections in 2020. I sit up here and read for you people from the highest echelon of the money centers talking about they expected the Republicans to basically take total control of the House and the Senate. A lot of people start Nobody I know, nobody I'm reading, nobody, even the Democrats were saying, it's a dark day in Democratville. This was all over their media. But you can start with Arizona and look at the stuff that they did. I'm looking at the stuff they did in Michigan here. Yeah, but that's my point. They still stole most or many seats. And they've been doing it. I used to work the election. I used to see them stealing back I, I, in the I day. Know but but I this know stealing made everybody, not everybody, but it made a lot of people see it where you wasn't seeing it before. Oh, okay, Val. Okay. Uh, I, let me let me go here. I don't know I, how much time I we have, but let me. I get you. I get you. No, you're no, right. it's the same for you, Val. This is this is for other people in right. the audience, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you what they're already in the process of doing. These people don't play around. See? I know. We I'm can't say play again. around. This, uh, but we are playing around, Bear. That's the whole thing. We are playing around. Um, this on the Epoch Times. Okay. Election group with ties to Soros Zuckerberg meet in Washington for a conference closed to the public. Like, 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 is this the one I want to go for? No, let me go with this other one first. We got 26 minutes. Okay. We got enough time. Okay. <clears throat> Because we are, we are not, we are not serious. We're not taking this very serious. Yes, we are. That's just my opinion. Okay, here we go. Let's go with this one. Deep State convenes in D.C. Colludes to rig 2024 election. Okay, this is from PJ Media. 
Very well-known media outlet. Say, say that the title again. Deep State convene what? In D.C. Okay. Colludes to rig 2024 election. Okay. Here's what they say. That's from pjmedia.com. They say the Center for Election Innovation and Research, or SEER, a self-described nonprofit whose core mission is to work with election officials and build confidence in the election that voters should trust, hosted a May 8th and 9th conference billed as the Summit on American Democracy. The venue was a curious choice. The Summit on American Democracy presented by the Center for Election Innovation and Research, SEER, will take place May, May 8th and 9th at the International Spy Museum in Washington, D.C. Featuring panel sessions and discussions, the summit will be a forum for citizens across the political spectrum, election officials, experts, and members of the media to discuss pressing issues and share actionable ideas to further strengthen our democracy in a bipartisan and nonpartisan way. There's that word again, our democracy, that lets you know right there that this is a how can we steal the 2024 election and they holding it, show you how bold they are at the spy museum. Who does that? They say the speakers list featured a slew of secretaries of state, de facto state media journalists from NPR, CNN, and the Washington Post, and the Maricopa County, Arizona supervisor. Why a supervisor from Maricopa County? Because that was the singular place where they stole the election in Arizona. Well, look at the other players, NPR, CNN, and the Washington Post slash CIA, because that's what the Washington Post is. And anybody that reads the Washington Post and the New York Times to get your information, you need to leave the planet. You're out of your mind. Because they were the two, the two newspapers lying more than anybody else. They lied more than CNN. You see? The organization's executive director, David Becker, is not a household political name, but he has been extremely influential for years behind the scenes in rigging vote rules to ensure maximum benefit for the Democratic Party, such as making mail-in voting as easy as possible. Becker is, to put it lightly, a controversial figure back in the early aughts while serving as a leading lawyer at the SEC, Becker worked on the Bernie Madoff investigation, but failed to declare his conflicts of interest, having previously received a $2 million payout from Madoff's account. He has also been the subject of an ethics complaint while working for the Department of Justice. He's a hardcore leftist. 
his colleague at the D- DOJ, Brad Schoesman, remarked at the time, couldn't stand conservatives. They say, in an unusually frank chronicle of the deep state's election rigging activities, a remarkable and underreported New York Times article from February 2021 detailed an extraordinary shadow effort by a consortium of organizations such as SEER to ensure the 2020 election went Biden's way. That's not my opinion. Okay. See, I think one of the major problems is we do not grasp how dangerous nationalism or a sense of nationhood is to these people. It's the core of hatred around the world for anything and anybody that feels that they're part of a country. Now, let me go back to the first article real quick before we run out of time. Election group with ties to Soros, Zuckerberg, meet in Washington for conference closed to the public. They say an election group with ties to Democrat, oh, this is from the Epoch Times. They say an election group with ties to Democratic mega donor George Soros and Mark Zuckerberg gathered in Washington on May 8th for a meeting that was closed to the public. The Epoch Times was denied entry to the event called a Summit on American Democracy and hosted by the Center for Election Integrity and Research. Organizers said that the event was invite only. Only pre-approved press, pre-approved press, and other guests were permitted to attend the summit. Though the event was live-streamed, the close closed nature of the event deprived independent media of access to the larger list of high-ranking officials attending the summit, including a litany of secretaries of state who oversee elections and other election officials. Among those attending the conference were Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger and Bill Gates, county supervisor for Mariopa County, Arizona. Now watch this, Bear the two most contested races in terms of the Secretary of State and their behavior was Brad Raffensperger from Georgia and Bill Gates from Arizona. They said the group described itself as a, quote, committed to a fiercely nonpartisan approach, unquote, but they lock out any independent media and it's the Democratic Party in their gangster friends. They call it nonpartisan. Okay? They say, but partisan allegations against its founder, who the last article pointed out to you, hate orange man with a passion. Okay? But partisan allegations against its founder, funded by Zuckerberg, and indirect ties to the left-wing Soros, Challenged that description During the live stream of the event The group founder David Becker 
set the tone for the conference in its opening remarks, repeating contested claims about the security of the 2020 election and dismissing concerns about election fraud as unfounded. The 2020 election was, simply put, the most secure, transparent, and verifiable election in American history and is not close, Becker claimed. At least one journalist who challenged this narrative was allegedly removed from the conference. Laura Luma, an outspoken ally of Trump and proponent of theories about widespread election fraud in 2020, reported that she was thrown out of the conference for confronting election officials up from Arizona and Georgia. The organizers, organizers later called the police on Luma. Becker founded SEER in 2016. He has also been instrumental in several other electoral organizations and efforts across his career. During the summit, Becker sought to present himself as nonpartisan and unbiased. He claimed that he's one of the few election officials who is willing to claim Trump's 2016 victory as legitimate, even as others considered that uh, claims that voter fraud and election tampering had deprived Hillary Clinton of a victory. Now, let me tell you why. That's the biggest lie going. That's why you ain't never seen not one shred of evidence. That's why they had to create the fake Russia thing, because they had nothing else to hang their hat on. Trump didn't have an election machine out here because he was not a politician. Many of the Republicans didn't want to support him and didn't. Most of the Republican hierarchy was still against him in 2016. He won in spite of that, not because of that. And remember, Bear, as we chronicled on this station, the NSA, the head of the NSA came out and pointed out that somebody tried to break into the NSA, into the computer database. Okay? The election, they tried to uh, remove some of the numbers in the election. We know who that was. That's why Hillary didn't declare that she had lost until days later. That ain't my opinion. That's a fact. Okay? So they have nothing to point to. So they created some fake Russia investigation. And that's why... So I, everybody pretty much knew that Durham wasn't going to indict anybody. But even he had to admit, because he didn't have anything else to say, that there was absolutely no basis to even begin an investigation on Trump, Russia, because the FBI knew all the time they should have. They was plotting and planning the damn thing in the White House with Obama and Hillary and Biden and the head of the CIA. Those are not my words. That's the conclusion of the investigation. Okay? Now, if you notice, with all of this bad press that they give an orange man, right? Everywhere he goes, he wins. 
they put him on. Who in their right mind, knowing the history of Orange Man and CNN, who in their right mind would put Orange Man on CNN? If, if your station is in the toilet, uh, yes. I think that was a good move. Put him on there, uh, and they had the highest rating that doing that than they had in a while. That That is absolutely correct. But guess what? They people are talking about boycotting them now, the woke folks. And, and so it still served the purpose because that's what we've been saying, get rid of CNN. So let them turn on. They said let their own people get rid of them. Uh, again, we 100% I'm with you, 150%. Okay? But the point is, no sane person like a Trump would go on CNN and do anything because there's no news outlet, not one. Okay? Yes, sir. I that, think that was a good move because look what's happening. They turning, they eating their own self. They people turning on yeah. their own self. Well, yeah, it's a good move in retrospect, but even Orange Man said before he went on there, he said he didn't know how it was going to come out. It could explode. That's what he said. But he took I got the article. Okay. So the thing that saved him was he had a Trump audience. Okay. And then uh, after the thing was over, the comments by that white-haired homosexual CIA dude and uh, the other anchor was just absolutely out. They was cussing up a storm. Mm Mm-hmm. That was gonna happen if he had the audience or he didn't have the audience. He brought no, but if he didn't have that audience and you'd had them blue and purple hat people in that audience, no way, no way. They'd have to get him out of there. Look, them people hate that man with a passion. I'm gonna say it again. You can't go and find a monster. I'm talking about a mob boss. Just had this many fake allegations against them. See, we talk about the the uh, court cases that we know. We don't talk about all these other cases that you don't even talk about. Do you know that this crazy woman that this New York jury just found, do you know her attorney is getting ready to sue him again for defamation? Because he said it was all a fraud? And it was a fraud. It doesn't matter. They run the court system. I'm, I'm talking specifically about the New York, okay, and D.C. There, I just played for you last week. The judge sitting up there telling you there was no crime with no seditious conspiracy. That's not me. Any judge that know the law, go cite it for you, which is what he did, and show you how all that's in error. It's a fraud. But they found them proud boys guilty anyway. Yeah, it'll get overturned. But in the meantime, these people sitting in prison for for how long? 
did they put the proud boy in prison? Is he in prison? Yes. They never let him out. Oh, okay. They didn't give him no bail, which is against the law as well. Well, they they they've been doing the black community like this all the time. Now it's coming and out. And I've been citing it. I've been showing black people how they did you the same way in the sixties. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Everything is getting exposed now. But it ain't getting changed. It's getting worse. Is what I'm telling you. Because you see, Durham held on to this case for until the statute of limitations ran out on it. So now he can say that the FBI had no basis for no investigation and that it was criminal fraud. But what good is it if you can't prosecute nobody going to jail? Yeah, we know it's crooked, but it's still crooked. Ain't nothing changed. Well, until the people realize that they the power, I guess that's what they that's the only way it's gonna be changed. Now you're talking. But black people have got to get them them blinders off, right? Mm-hmm. Get out of this myopic point of view. You if you black and you support uh millions of people coming across that border. You think it's going to benefit you? Well, one thing, me, I'm monitoring and my family and other people, black people are starting to wake up because I ain't, everybody I'm talking to is saying the same thing about the people coming across the border. They pissed. I'm like, it's and about that. We've been saying that all the time, Bear. Right. We've been saying this for years. But the I politicians know. are part of the problem. Yeah. The black politicians are all pushing this stuff. Have you seen one come out here and say no? It's the same way with the venom, Bear. I still ain't heard none of them come out here and say don't get that shit to your children. Again, it's the people. It's all about the people power. We we saying it. It's 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 trickling through. It would get through faster if the media, of the, the uh, mainstream media. But I'm seeing. Ain't gonna seeing, happen. I'm Ain't gonna happen. At, I'm looking at. You already okay. know the mainstream media is owned by the venom manufacturers. I know that. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm looking at <laughs> my family member from when we started talking this back a few years ago. And they was yeah. dogging me. Oh, you could hear yep. she come with that conspiracy. Here she come. Now, I mean, 99% of them, uh, they whole <laughs> attitude has changed around. <laughs> now they coming to me asking questions. Now they listen. And I'm like, oh, oh, you know. So I'm seeing the change coming around. And then I got the so ones I, that took all the all three and four of the shots. Here they come. Uh, what herbs you taking? What you? And so I'm seeing the switch going on. And me too, man. But my whole point in all this is to step it up. Let's step it up. 
Do not slow it down because they're not stopping. And if you slow it down, they will run over you. Well, we we got their attention. Just like like they were all uh, this my little core that I'm my family and yeah. people around me. I'm seeing them switching. So before they was running from me, talking about me. Now, now they listening. So it's up to me to t- keep informing them to keep you know That's to right. keep it going to keep the fire going. Yes, because Bev, see. That's why I'm highlighting the black people angry in Chicago, Mm -hmm. and they are finally standing up. And what really intrigued me was when I hear black people standing in front of these Democratic Party politicians, and they're saying things like, we need to take these damn blinders off our eyes. These people have never dealt with any of our issues, and they're going to bring these people in here and give them stuff over us? Yeah. But it's waking them up. I just like I say, I got an eighty-some-year-old relative that's in a nursing home. She went down. Mm-hmm. They had their meetings. They usually just be sitting quiet, let them people say what they want to say. They went down there protesting, raised. I was like, oh, what? You know? So I'm yeah. seeing the change. Now, Bev, if we could just get them to do this one time. They ain't got to do it twice. Because like Orange Man said, what the hell do you have to lose? Unless right. you think these people are working on your behalf. Now, if you think these people are working on your behalf, then you go out there and vote pull that level for every Democrat you can. That's me saying that. If you think they're working on your behalf. But if well, you don't, not- you, need to send these, you need to send these bastards a clear message. And Pull that lever because I ain't never told nobody who to vote for. But I'm going to say this because I know what's ahead of us, and I'm looking at the Restrict Act, and everything that these people are trying to put in place is punitive. None of it is progressive. All of it is regressive. Every bit of it. Every time they come out with a piece of legislation, it's anti the people. These people try to force you to take this venom. He fought with everything and tried to use every mechanism he could to make people take it. And if you don't take it, we're going to take your children, take your job, and anything else we can take from you. It was never in support of the people, ever. Okay? So one time, do something different and see what's happening. See what happens. Because to continue to do the same thing, that should no way be acceptable. No kind of way. And that's the only way. If Orange Man goes out there and gets 80% of the vote, and I do believe by the time this election rolls around, if there is one, okay, that's, his numbers are going to be so overwhelming, way overwhelming. That if they steal the election, that's why they tried to get him to admit, Bev, that mm-hmm. he would con- he would not contest the election if he lost in in uh, twenty four. That's right. why they did that. Okay. So they could immediately call him an election denier. That's why they've been using that term. 
same people that denied the election in 2016 in 2020 called you. Well, where were you in 2016? And I want to let the people know we're getting ready to go to the phone lines. And so the 323-642-1586, push number one, because I'm going to open up the lines if you have a question or a comment. And do send Dr. Robert X, uh, a, send him a donation in his GoFundMe uh, that's on the uh, Truth to Power page. Thank you, Bev, and thank you. For, how much time we got left, Bev? Well, a minute. <laughs> let me let me put a little bit more of this article on on the table because the family have enough time. Okay. They say in 2005, Becker, because you're gonna start hearing his name. That's why I'm mentioning this. Family. Becker. Becker, B-E-C-K-E-R. In 2005, Becker, who has worked in elections for decades was the subject of a formal ethics complaint while working in the Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department. During the Republican administration of Bush, Beckett offered his expertise in election law to the city of Boston to defeat a lawsuit from the DOJ regarding election law violations. In the investigations into this, it was discovered that Becker had made a series of nasty, disparaging remarks about Republicans, Hans von Spakovsky said. Spakovsky, who now is employed by the Heritage Foundation, was a DOJ legal counsel at the time. In his role with the DOJ, Becker was supposed to be nonpartisan. Very unethical and very unprofessional. I would never hire or trust him. Brad Schultzman, who directed the Civil Rights Division at the time, was even more critical, suggesting that Becker deserved to be disbarred. It was the most unethical thing I've ever seen, Scholzman said. Classical case of someone who should, ne- who should have been disbarred. He added that Becker was a hardcore leftist and someone who couldn't stand conservatives. As recently as last year, Becker portrayed Trump as a liar and a danger to democratic norms in comments to the Washington Post. Quote, we have a significant percentage of the American electorate right now who've been lied to about the integrity of our elections, who believe that elections are rigged unless their candidates win, Becker said. Yet, it's nowhere close to 50% of America overall. If Trump were to win a narrow victory again, I could see election denial ideas infecting a larger percentage of the electorate. No, again, I don't do polls. But they're already saying 62-plus percent of the people in this country think the elections were rigged in 2020. And I okay. think it was more than that. Oh, so do I. That's why I don't do polls. But that's okay. what they're saying, okay? They say, and if a large segment of a democracy's electorate loses confidence in elections, that democracy probably is unsustainable. Seer did not respond to an Epoch Times request for comment about these allegations. However, in past comments to another media outlet, Becker addressed some of the allegations but left others unanswered. Quote, this complaint was made over 15 years ago, if memory serves, and was dismissed. There was no action taken against me by the Department of Justice as a result of this complaint. As you know, anyone can make a complaint for any reason, with or without bias. Quote, I served faithfully at the DOJ for seven years. 
uh, during which time I received a special commendation of merit from the Attorney General in 2002 during the Bush administration. In August 2020, Becker's organization received a staggering $69.5 million from Mark Zuckerberg. Under the appearance of COVID-19 safety precautions, this funding was used to furnish key swing states with more mail-in drop boxes. Zuckerberg's donation to Zier came as part of a series of purportedly nonpartisan donations by the Facebook creator. During his opening remarks at the first day of the conference, Becker acknowledged that philanthropy, quote-unquote, furnished a great deal of his organization's efforts uh, in the 2020 election. Becker painted an optimistic portrait of the electoral landscape in 2020, noting that paper ballots were used in key battleground states like Georgia and North Carolina. However, he said that the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic changed things. The disease, which was an across the board, which has an across the board survival rate of 99% and is asymptomatic for many, forced election officials to balance the most social of democratic activities voting with maintaining social distancing requirements, Becker said. When states failed to provide enough funding to meet these demands, Becker contended philanthropy stepped in to fill the gap. Several million dollars of this philanthropy came from Soros, who donated over $9 million to Democrats in 2020. In addition, the divisive figure donated tens of millions of dollars to groups fighting alleged voter disenfranchisement and other electoral causes. Let me tell you what voter disenfranchisement is to these people. Not allowing illegals to vote. And that's in the Constitution. Okay? They say... Becker also has ties to controversial mega-donor Soros. Let me say this. You can look this up, family. Again, don't take my word for any of it. George Soros has stated that his primary goal is to bring down America. Watch this. They say prior to founding SEER, Becker worked with the Pew Charitable Trust. That organization is funded by the Open Society Foundation, Soros' primary political funding organization. While working at the Pew Charitable Trust, a formerly right-wing organization that has increasingly veered leftward in recent years, Becker also helped to fund the Electronic Registry Information Center, or ERIC, in 2012. And there's all kind of questions being asked about ERIC right now because there are people who went to the ERIC headquarters allegedly in their state, and there was nothing there. Okay? It's not ERIC. It's a trick, okay? The Electronic Registration Information Center. They said now used across an array of states, ERIC is a tool which claims to help states manage voter rolls. But the system becomes controversial among Republicans who claim Soros supported the creation of ERIC. Others warned that the system that could be used for mass voter fraud uh, due to the sensitivity of the information entrusted to the nonprofit group. And, and by the way, why does a nonprofit have to deal with government issues? Sorry. Why can't the government 
run the election, since that's what they're charged to do. See? Well, I'll tell you why. The reason that the government don't want to uh, uh, run the elections is because they need somebody else to steal for them so they can always have plausible deniability. They close by saying this. Alabama Secretary of State Wes Allen said during the 2020 election that he planned to remove Alabama from the ERIC system if he were to win his election. Allen cited concerns over Soros' ties as his reasoning for removing the state from the system. Uh, by the way, Alabama is not the only one, the only state. They said responded to claims that Soros has no direct ties to the group. Allen cited the connection to the Pew Charitable Trust. Eric is tied to Soros through the Pew Char- Charitable Trust. Their funding partner is the Open Society, said Allen. Well, Open Society is George Soros. So even though the Soros money may have been all spent by now, there's no dispute that Soros' money helped feed the project. Sear did not reply to the Epoch Times request for information on who was invited to the event or the process by which these invitees were selected. Okay? And let me add this, family. If you go back to 2019, the New York Times, and subsequently Time Magazine, either Time or Newsweek, <clears throat> ran extensive articles, I forget the name of the organization that they created, that basically laid out how they were going to steal the election in 2020. And everything that they laid out there in that, in that article, in the New York Times, show you how bold they are. Everything that they said was going to happen, happened. That's why, during, even before the election, they sent Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats out saying, well, we may not have a result on the night of the election. Well, why not? And that it may be weeks to call the election. Why? Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because they understood clearly that they got most people over a barrel with this Republican-Democrat insanity. And when you got a Republican and Democrat on your brain, as one is the enemy and the other one is your friend, you are just like that horse that has them blinders on the side of their eyes. The reason they put that those blinders on the side of the horse's eyes is so that the horse can only see forward and therefore won't be spooked by things that go on around it. Okay? In the horse's case, being myopic, may not be such a bad thing. In the case of our people and others, being myopic may allow you to get your ass handed to you on the platter. We'll pick this up tomorrow, family, because it gets even better. I talked a little bit too much tonight, but we got some stuff for you, so make sure you tune in tomorrow, Sister Bear. And and one thing that also the people got to understand is you're not you dealing with corporations that's masquerading as government and they're Correct. dealing with policies, not law. Correct. That's what we and gotta there, get in there's, mm-hmm. there's a major court case coming down the pike here very soon, very shortly. Mm-hmm. That's going to deal with that directly. It's a Supreme Court decision. Mm-hmm. 
because these policies are not law. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what people got to get in their head. You're not dealing with government. You're dealing with corporations. Yes. And you got to treat them as corporations, not as government. That's right. All right, we're going to the line, so call in if you uh, have a question or a comment. Okay, General, you first in line. Uh, the first responder, Yehudu, y'all good, man? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The best in the West, Brother brother West Hotep, and better love. Yes, sir. We all in this test, man. I'm going to tell you all again, man, Dr. Lee, that came up with the antidote for the venom. He needs y'all to be able to take, take a picture of your grand old auntie, 100 years old, took them shots uh, front from the head to the toe and the back from her head to the toe and a right profile of her face and send it in to mail at drlee.com because he had some test cases where he, he's looking for people. I don't know what's all the noise. Come on, man, Robert. They put your damn dog in the bed up, man. All these damn noise, my dog huh? is my, my dog hasn't said a word, brother West. I know you're scared of you yelling. You'll probably blow it up that damn uh, flip phone, man. It's smoking. But uh, look here. No, there's, there's, there's no noise on my end, brother West. Okay, maybe uh, when I talk, man, I kick up the I wake up the world when I talk. All <laughs> kind of shit happens. All right, but uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. You got an antidote. You got an antidote for that venom. And so he tried it on some secondhand people that been around people that they got that spit on them. And when he yeah. tested them, he said they, they got the venom from that spike protein through the app. And so mm-hmm. whatever protocol he ran on them, them folks secured. So he's looking for people that took the shot firsthand. So he could, uh, I want y'all life saved or not. That's up to y'all, man. Okay, y'all been messing around. Anyway, now my main emphasis is. I don't know about y'all. I want to see the hands of y'all tired of being cockroaches, all right? How many of y'all tired of being cockroaches? Okay? A cockroach, they spread us like we fucking roaches, y'all. Okay? And we, I've been told we got 1,500 dogs on our war planes. I don't know what's all the noise that I'm talking, man. Okay? We got 1,500 war people on our side waiting on us to call them up. Y'all ain't call them. You have not because you ask not. Remember, Robert H., I told you in February, it was about 50 doggone our folks flying over uh, Chicago during uh, uh, saving, saving Week. Remember I yeah. told you that? Yeah. Okay, they waiting on us. They waiting on us right now, okay, tomorrow or whenever, to start meditating and asking them, to start shooting down these damn Kim trail plays, man. They need us. They damn put the prayers out and the, and, and the thoughts out. Okay? I need at least 100 people tonight. I want to get uh, 1,500 of our people to say some, some, some stuff, what we do, to get our folks in, in the small plane that we got, the wheel within the wheel, the mothership, and the 1,500 plays. They ready, man. They just been waiting on us to call them up, man. They tired of just flying around and showing y'all who we are, okay? That's what they've been doing, man. Just showing us 
the power we got. Now, Sister Bell and Robin, y'all keep talking about the power. It's time to use it. If not, you want to fuck around and see if you're a cockroach? I'm telling you, there's some people using it. There's there's quite a few people using it. Well, I'm telling you what we need to do. All right, talk to our folks tonight, tomorrow, medication. Say we need y'all to just start shooting these goddamn chemtrail planes at the sky. They're waiting on us to just ask them to do that, man. All right, y'all can sit, sit on there and say some people this, some people that. I'm telling y'all, we at war. Ain't time to bullshit no more, man. You want to be a cockroach and let them spray your ass every day? Hell no, man. We need to get together. It's only going to be a remnant of us, man. We need from 100 to 1,500 people to just sit our, our thoughts and prayers up to our folks and say it's time for war now. We died, man. We ready for y'all to shoot them planes out the sky. First thing tomorrow, the first temperature of this break is going to be their last day, man. But they're waiting on us to, to call them up, man. Because, see, I'm glad to be woke. That woke word they throw around, I'm glad to be woke to see this shit, man. So they can make that woke word derogatory all they want. I don't give a damn. I'm woke. I'm going to stay woke. All right? Hey, it's our time. They waiting on us, Sister Bell. Hey, y'all were talking about mushrooms so much, Sister Bell. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a mushroom growing out my front damn door, man. I walked out the day. I just this boy. I said, what the fuck? Two big-ass mushrooms growing up in my yard, man. I so I took some pictures and sent it to Kwame, and I sent it to uh, D-Lad, and I mm-hmm. asked him, what should I do? Should I put it? Should I put it up and start smoking it or whatever the fuck? <laughs> it's funny, man. It's funny, man, man. Big ass mushroom. I'm going to see you in pictures of the bed. I'm telling okay. y'all, we got the power, man. All of these right. are remnant enough to do this, man. Right y'all ain't We connected That's tonight. right. That's right. Trying to be, hey, we got to call our folks up, man. 1,500 planes out there waiting on us, man. They tired of just doing flips and acrobatics, man. They lock and load it, man. Ready to take these mm-hmm. damn chemtrail planes out of the sky, man. Ain't no joke, man. I've been told to tell y'all this, man. Y'all think I'm just bullshit playing with my big ass, no, man? No, we know. Right. But anyway, y'all sitting the pictures in. Dr. Lee got to kill, man. He waiting on y'all to send the pictures in this, so he can kill y'all. What's his website again? Where, um, where's, what's his website again? I sent you the uh, uh, mail. No, I just want the listeners. I know it. I just want okay, to yeah, have okay. it. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. That's right. We got to let the other people know. That's right. That's right. It's mail. M A I L at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R, Dr. Aleem, A-L-I-M dot com. And uh, that other guy y'all talking about, Amadi Shakatari, hey, just look up, Sister Bev, I think the African Socialist Party. Okay. That's what he do. He he, he was in St. Petersburg, started, the young people got a job in Philadelphia. And I think it's St. Louis, man. That's why they coming at the brother. You know, he's doing something good, man. He put people to work and shit. That's why they came at him. I told you that before Robert X for the first half. Mm-hmm. I, I'm better than Tucker Cobb. I'm immediate, man. I'm better than fucking Tucker Cobb. You can't tell. He copied over what the fuck we do, man. Fuck you, man. Well, they didn't really arrest him for that. They arrested him uh-huh. because of what they say he was saying about the United States and Russia. That's right on. Because he's American Socialist Party, man. African Socialist Party, man. He's he, he yeah, always been bigging up Russia, man. He's always been bigging up Russia, man. 
I thought y'all don't watch CNN and all the other shit, man. Okay? Because I damn sure don't, man. So, uh, hey, I listen to everything, man. I, I listen and, and learn everything. Everything somebody say, I, I, I use mental jiu-jitsu, kung fu. I let people use their own words to kick their own ass, okay? That's how I roll, bro. This been yeah, up all I, the military time. This military time. They trying to bullshit all hands on deck. Cut the bullshit well, you, out, man. You, 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 you and Dr. Wall. X saying the same thing. Yeah, you get in the wall. Ain't no time to be on the damn fence. Because you be on the fence, you get bob wild your ass. So you better get in the fight. I love y'all. Let somebody else talk, man. All right. Better love. Better love, Brother West. Hold up. Excellent comment. Yes, sir. Okay, let's go. And to, I would um, think that Brother Aline, because before you go to the next call, Bear, mm-hmm. I would think that Brother Aline, because he's from the nation, 1,500 people shouldn't be no problem for him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Mike? Yo, how y'all doing? Great, Hold great. Up, Hold brother, Mike. Better love. Yeah, listen, man, uh, listening to you, Rob, is kind of uh, – Kind of, well, I shouldn't say it depressed me because much of what you said, I think I've already said it myself, concerning the mindset of our people. And I certainly, uh, you know, I'm out in the street every day. You know, I be at the beach just about every day. And based on what I see of our people, our people are going nowhere but to hell. Uh, There is no organizing, there is no thought of organizing, there is only acting like Negroes, that's it. Well, you know know me more than probably anybody that listens to this program, I'm I'm not sure if there is anybody else. Mm -hmm. So you know I've made drastic changes in terms of what I'm saying today as opposed to what I was saying as recently as 10 years ago. Oh, no question. Because you used to be extremely optimistic, as I told you, I think, uh, the last time we spoke in private, and that uh, you have did like a 360 uh, uh, with calls. But I'm always uh, pessimistic because I have seen no evidence of any level of intelligence in our people to do anything correct. When you start talking about these Negro politicians, they there because black people and put them there, and it's my opinion that black people would not support a black person that has a revolutionary mindset. They will not support you. If you ain't one of these agree. retarded Negroes, if you ain't one of these retarded Negroes, and I don't even need the name because I'm talking about every one of them that, that has an elective office. If you ain't one of them assholes, black people won't support you. So black people, in essence, do not support themselves. And they're going to get what they got coming. And they don't get it until they get it. And when they get it, I think it's going to be much too late to think about doing anything else. I just don't see us having any success. And, again, you know, they're getting ready to move Mexicans into South Shore High School. I don't know whether you know that or not, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. <clears throat> that's just one yeah. spot. Oh yeah, of course I know. That's 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 the latest spot. Yep. High school, and of course the the Negroes in the community they come out and they say we well, all didn't ask for our permission. Y'all didn't say nothing. Why would they ask for your permission? Who are who who are you and what have you represented in the past 
that would have them ask you for permission to do anything. I'm, I'm reminded of an old saying, when you see a fool bump his head. And in the case of the black community, it looks like a, another planet instead of a, a head. I mean, we don't get our act together, like you said, and I mean, like real soon, and I don't see no evidence that we're going to do that, Rob. Our ass is up the creek without a paddle. And our children and our grandchildren, I really feel sorry for them because we ain't did a damn thing to put nothing in place for them. But our parents didn't put nothing be in real place bold, for us. Brother Mike. You got to be real bold and extremely sinister. <clears throat> to come out here and advocate as an international organization that children be taught how to masturbate at the age of four years old. Well, you know what, Wow, You can do that, particularly when you're talking about our children, because you must remember, Rob, that we went to the Supreme Court of this country and gave our children to these assholes. Yep. We gave our babies away. People yep. that facilitated that, you must revere them. They call it education, man. Yeah, well, we are extremely ill. We are extremely ill, Rob. And Mm -hmm. I just hope that there is something called divine intervention because outside of that, I don't see a goddamn prayer for us. Hotel. Y'all, let's go. Hotel. Hotel, brother Mike. Well, I always see hope. I mean, a little bit, right? Because I'm still breathing. As long as I'm still breathing, I'm still fighting. You still breathing, you still fighting. So as long as some of us are still breathing and still fighting, there's always a chance of winning. That's for sure. And I'm also seeing, yeah, and seeing, and I'm seeing other, I'm seeing a different group of people. And that's why I say it's good that we have people that we're looking at the same house and different angles. I'm seeing a group yeah. of people here that's showing people, they doing the research and showing people that it's people that look like us, but they're not us. And that's yeah. what we've been getting hoodwink at. So yeah. we got to recognize the ones that look like us that is not us. And that's what I'm seeing that a lot of the younger people, they on it. I'm seeing the ones that's doing their research. They they in the battle. They war. They they doing it. And so we got yeah, well, we got others that's not doing it, but we also got the ones that is taking care of business, that is in the well, fight. I'll say this, Sister Bear. I know that to be true because I know when Black Lives Matter came to Detroit along with Antifa, they got challenged by black yes, people. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. But that didn't, they happen, didn't, do no that didn't happen in most other black places. That's most, what I'm saying. They got challenged a little bit here in Chicago on something. Mm-hmm. And, and so, they hurried yeah. up and got out of here, too. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I went down there to see for myself. I didn't want to hear no propaganda. I want to see. And and they did, They broke one window, and it was in the federal building. Yep. But you see, that's what we got to do, man. That's the kind of thing they're talking about. And it was the people that worked with the, the police chief. The police chief kept them 
the police that was there that was supposed to go keep it, they got their uh, people planted inside the police, and the people in the neighborhood said, hell no, y'all ain't coming here tearing our shit up. We're tearing you know up, what, but we ain't letting you tear it up. I'm glad you mentioned that, Bear, because you know what? We all heard in 2018, 2019, see, they play games with us. Right. They was running around here talking about defunding the police department. Hmm. Okay? Now, ain't nobody in favor of this uh, white-oriented uh, uh, policing, this whole white system of policing. I'm damn sure ain't for it. But I ain't for just removing the police to let no. these idiots run roughshod. Because right. we can look at the results of the places where they tried to implement this insanity. And yeah. it's going absolutely crazy. That's right. That's why you got twelve uh, twelve year olds out here doing stick ups on people. Mm-hmm. That's why you got this stuff going on. Cause these young people ain't crazy. All right. They're not stupid. They're very conniving in terms of doing the things that they feel that they want to do. All right, we're going to 410-746. Good morning, uh, Sister Bev, and uh, good, good morning. morning, Brother Robert. How oh, y'all yeah, doing? Excellent. Uh, Brother Robert, what's your uh, contact information, email, contact yeah, you information? Can contact me at, you can contact me at, and I haven't given this out in a long time. I don't even know why. M-C-C-R-A-Y. M-C-C-R-A-Y. R-9599 at yahoo.com. That's my 9599. Yeah, repeat it back to me, the whole thing. Okay, let me try this. Uh. M C C R A Y R nine five nine nine at Yahoo dot com. You got it. I tried that and um uh it didn't get through for some reason and uh, that's why I'm calling in because I needed some information from you. I think about I guess about four weeks ago you uh, said something, and I guess it was about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and I mm-hmm. needed to get um, some uh, some information on that publication. Now, the thing is, is all of this in small letters? Uh, capital letters, small letters, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay. And look, my thing is this year, I know you uh, said earlier, and I agree with Sister Bev, we can't wait for anybody to save us as a race of people. Because every, uh, John Henry Clark said it, we don't have any friends out here. And the thing is, you said some, something about corporate structures. What do you mean by corporate structures? And I mean, which one place, would you, which one ahead. would you su- suggest forming first? in order to get this thing started. Because, look, Yoki Barrow said it best. You know, it's getting late early here. And uh, if black folks don't start <laughs> doing something, we're going to be in trouble. You know, well, we're in trouble now. But the thing is, you know, 
Give me some idea what you mean by corporate structure. You, you know what Walmart is? Yeah. Walmart is a corporation, right? Yeah. They're in the food business and other things. Right. Right. But they have a board of directors, right? Correct. They got stockholders, right? Correct. They have annual meetings, right? Their That's stockholders true. can be informed on a consistent basis, either quarterly <coughs> and that's or semi-annually. And that's Congress. Sorry, I was saying that's the the Congress is like the boardroom, isn't it? That is correct. And the president we're talk, is the we're CEO. Talking about, we're talking about the direct government because unlike the Congress, we can remove these people on an annual basis. That's how you remove people that are in, uh, inoperable in terms of moving the interest of the people, which is what the corporation, the shareholders, the stockholders really are. That's the people. In the case of government, which is what Bear was just mentioning, these, the board of directors have decided that they're going to do what they want to do because they have criminalize all other aspects of the corporation so the shareholders don't have no say-so. I'm saying as an organizing tool, the best way to organize black people so that they can see that they have a direct stake, not indirect because they're the stockholders, a direct stake in, in the movement of the people is to form corporate structures and to do joint ventures from state to state, city to city, and here's the beautiful part, even outside of the country so we can expand our horizons because corporations in their, uh, just their general makeup are international. They are not national. They are national, but they can become international. That gives us far more leverage in terms of the things that we can do outside of government control. Here's the throwback. Here's the thing that's, that basically is the rub against all of what I just said. The system that they're putting in place now will not allow for any corporation to be formed that they don't control. That's why you got ESG, okay? Environmental social governance that's basically trying to become the mother and father of all the corporations in the country. And any corporation that doesn't do what they want it to do, they will punish it and put it out of business. That is what Elon Musk, with all his money, that's what he's up against right now because they can dictate his advertising revenue. That's why we stopped in 2019 right when the virus broke out. And we told everybody, if they put these things in place, you can forget about it. So the door is almost closed, is what I'm saying now. Orange okay. Man afforded us the opportunity in terms of fighting against them, which would have given us the necessary time that we needed to put some things in place and show immediate results. Uh I want to say I want to say this, brother Robert X, and uh, 
Sister Bev, uh, I want to throw this at you. When you form a corporation, I don't know if you're talking about a, I don't know if you're talking about a, uh, or if you're talking about a, uh, what do you call it, uh, a C-Corp? No, not a yeah. C-Corp, I guess. Yeah, corporation. Right. Now, the thing is, when you do that, you become a government entity, a government that organization. Do you want to go that route if you're trying to do something and you're trying to uplift our people? Because I looked at a 508C1A, mm-hmm. and I was wondering, had you ever heard of that? Yes. We went through a variety of corporate structures until we settled on the LLC out of, out of all the places, Delaware. Okay. okay, so Delaware would be the place that you would want to form that. That is correct. We're going to file our corporate papers there. Okay. And now like, you like and a also, whole lot of corporations in this country. And also, uh-huh. you got some people are resigning from this corporation. So that's just like if you work at McDonald's and you quit. How that corporation going to tell you what to do if you don't work there no more? The point is, my brother, you have much more leverage in terms of being able to control. That's the key thing. Because your leaders operate outside of the people because somebody else is financing them. And I have said in order for your leaders to tell you the unadulterated truth that you hire your leaders as consultants. You follow me? So that way, yes. they're not directly a part of the corporate structure, so the system cannot come down on them. You can hire them as consultants and pay okay. them. Okay. Because they're going to pay you on your leave. And, and also, a lot of times you had a corporation, you insulate yourself. You have trust, and then you have your corporation inside of a All trust. Of them, All of All of them. It opened us up to the same things that the enemy is using to keep us in check. It yeah. gave us the opportunity to use all of the weapons and the ammunition that they use to control us, which right. we've never right. had. Okay, okay. Well, look, I'm going to end on this note because I know other callers are, are probably waiting. Uh, I don't share this doom and gloom stuff because... Mm-hmm. Look, brother, um, Minister Farrakhan asked for a million men to show up. Yeah. 2.8 million came. So with that being the yes. case, I know that there's someone out there that thinks the same way that you and I and Sister Bev is thinking. It's just a matter of getting it set up to where they can see that there's something in it for them. Now, the yes. organizations presently exist for us, they aren't doing what needs to be done to save us. But the thing is, I know that, hey, look, there's other people out there that thinks the same way we think. It's just a matter of finding them and explaining to them what can be done and should be done. And I'll end on that note. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent call, my brother. Excellent call. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you, Bear, before you go to the next call, Bear. 
Okay. Uh, I ran. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I was just telling him better love. Go ahead. Better love, my brother. Uh, I ran what we're talking about by uh, what's the dude with the crazy hair? Mm, the crazy academic. hair. Huh? Huh? The dude with the crazy hair with the raggly beard and the glasses. Are you talking about West, the college guy? Yes. Cornell West? Cornell West. Oh, no. I read because, you know, he, at the time, he's supposed to have been the leading academician in black America. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, uh, now, I won't take – he's a very smart brother. Yeah. But sometimes you could be smart to the point that you're a fanatic. You're stupid. So I ran this by him, Bev. He, he he was gracious enough to give me the time. Mm-hmm. He couldn't disagree with nothing that I said. Mm-hmm. He wanted them guys that they that the young people be talking about that looked like us but not us. Oh, I know. Remember, we found out that he was a member of uh the Bellag- was it the Bellagio group? Oh uh, no. Right. Um, Whatever he was, he, oh, he was the one of the secret societies that was connected to all of this stuff. Exactly, and that's that what we have. got to learn to be able to recognize them people. They look like us, but they not us. Again, that's why corporations exist. The mm-hmm. most important functioning part of the corporation is research, and then they develop. Yeah, you don't do nothing without researching it first. That puts everything and everybody in check. Yes. Because now you got to justify the moves that you're making. And it's the research that yes. justifies the moves that you make. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of these young people doing. They researching, they doing, they re- and they doing a good job at it. I'm yes. not seeing I'm not I'm seeing the other part. I ain't saying what y'all is saying is not there. I'm just I'm focusing and looking at the ones that's doing the research over here. Yeah, my, my my concern, Bev, is that we're not looking at what the opposition is doing. So that's why I focus more on what the opposition is doing right? and what our, what our response is to it. Because yeah. if you're going to defeat your enemy, you got to know him. Exactly. exactly. That's the art of war. So that's yes. where the research comes in. Yes. Okay, let me uh, let me see. Where am I at? Okay, eight four three six ten. Better love, better love. Can I be heard? Okay. Yes, you can. Better love. Yeah, Doc, stay in your lane, baby. Don't get out that lane. <laughs> yes, indeed. Cause ain't no need it. Always <laughs> emphasizing on what. Yes, bro. Yes, so kind of reading. That's it. Yes, indeed. And uh, it's, it is definitely important. It's definitely needed. You know, and uh, what the family is doing, we'll see by and by. You know, because, yeah. again, everything kind of looks gloomish. Ain't no telling what the people's doing because, you know, we don't always advertise what we're doing because it's all about us. Yeah. And um, it is interesting sometimes how it doesn't show what's important to most of us because of a lot of the things that go on. But for real, uh, at the appropriate time, we do whatever it takes. And, and, you know, 
We're miraculous yeah. that way. You know, Finkelstein think they they are comeback kids, but you know, they always gonna be beneath and below because they don't have the right the right mindset, Tim. Yeah, and ain't no love in them. So it's hard it's to love when you ain't got no soul, my brother. Yes, indeed. Exactly. I say. I say. Another thing what I wanted to say is that corporation thing is definitely real because since uh, I guess the 1700s, that's that's all that's really existed in their paradigm. You know. Yes, sir. Corporations. Yes, that's that's bonds, the hair of That's right. Yep. Indeed. And a whole lot of insurance, just like what they did with 9 11. Yep. You know, they made big, big money on that. So, But they are aware of this, just, Brother Eddie. So they put mechanisms in place to make sure that you can't have no more corporations, period. Well, we are a corporation on it. Well, we own, you know, we, can, we have the right to control a corporation because there's that Social Security card and there's the numbers on that birth certificate. Yes. So there's a lot of things that already exist. And, yeah, but uh, even more insidious, Eddie, if they come with the cancer society, it's done. Repeat that, repeat that again. If they come with the West Society? If they come with the cashless society, meaning they can dictate every monetary move, they can stop it and start it at their leisure. If they come with that, then forget about because uh, they're uh, 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 mobilizing currency. Forget about it. It's done. It ain't going to happen. They ain't going to allow it. And you can see that, my brother, in what they've already done to people by closing people's bank accounts and taking their money. They've already done this. Nobody reads the fine. Somebody Nobody close reads. your bank account, brother, and take your money? That ain't even real money. No, that ain't the issue, man. <clears throat> if it's cashless, but, there is no more money. They just don't hey, stop your account, period. You can't uh, access uh, it. You can't do anything. It's, it's fiat real. It's fiat real. It is a the motion of, of change. That's all the, it is. Right. There you, okay. So the motion of my hand to your hand or sis Bev hand is the yeah. current seat. So yeah. whatever we agree to use as an exchange, James Brown created his currency at one time, and so did Tony Robbins. No, Tony Brown. Damn, I said Tony Robbins, the firewalker. Yeah. Right. There's one. There's one sticking point in that, brother Eddie. If you need goods and services from people outside of you and me, and they don't accept whatever you and me choose and bear, whatever we say is currency, they will not give us the goods. We'll have to have what they accept as a fair medium of exchange. If they don't accept it, we can't get it. Then if they say no to us, then they're saying no to all of us. And therefore, if they're in close proximity to us, they have to they have to leave. Number one. So now you're saying we would have to be organized in order to do battle against them. 
We back of to being course. organized. Of, it's, it's, it's always that. It's yes. always ha- it's always that. Many hands so does many works. Is how do we organize? And that's why I use the corporation as a means of organization, first and foremost. Because I don't care nothing about getting rich. It ain't about that. It's about being able to organize around consistent movements that we would like to make. And that's going to increase our power dramatically. Plus, we can begin the whole process of a real black re-educational effort through the corporate structures, which is, I'm, for me, that's the number one thing. We got to change our mindsets out here, man. So we could literally make uh, a re-education process profitable and part of the corporate structure. So we can teach our people our own in the ways that they need to go. And then we don't have to hold their hand and wonder if they're going to go out there and kill somebody. We just need, with that, we need to purchase land, get our own schools, do education, do like the Rockefellers, Mr. Trump, and everybody else. In God we Yes, in God we trust. Put our families' birth certificates and our accounts in there, but it goes back to the same thing. It's like what you're saying overall. But if we're not informed, not educated, but informed, then it is what it is. But overall, we are the oldest upright. We're man. So once we are sick and tired and we use that, internal vibration and emanated out like our auras, that's yes. automatically going to change things. And that's part of the reason why they think that nanotechnology is really going to do something. But yes. thine will be done. There's nothing on this planet more powerful than the will and intent. Yes. And that's why they keep trying to sell fear like a happy meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it ain't over till we win. Just like Carbonell always say, "Hi, what the Carbonell?" Yes, sir. I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. So trust me. You think about it. We've always lived in uh, fresh food deserts. Most most of us, I say. Well, I say some of us. I won't say most. And it's been that way in the ghettos. It's been that way in Harlem. I used to live in Harlem. I know. Yeah. Now I'm in the Carolinas, and I drive through the country, and there are a lot of people that's getting welfare. When I first came down here, there was a Monsanto office right on 4th Street in the town that I reside in. Mm-hmm. And that's how they ran the melanated farmers out. And all we need to do is, just like what my Z say, get back in touch with the earth and Kwame. Get back yeah. in the earthing, create your trust, put your property in it, do do research in reference to land patents in your ancestral name, like they're saying now, three generations in this country, and you have the right to a land patent. Not if you not if you ain't indigenous. If you if well, if they say don't say indigenous. If you're not melanated, you really don't belong here. That's all I'm saying. But overall, Uh-oh. we need we need to in God we trust. 
And God is ourselves. God is our ancestors. God ain't no spook that's going to be riding a horse across the sky at lunchtime. You know what I'm saying? That's the ones that came before us. But let me but drop this on you. We ain't got to go back far to see how dangerous these people really are. And I think sometimes that we underestimate them. If I'd have told you in, let's go back to 2010, or 2008 when Obama got elected, okay? If I mm. came to you and I said, Brother Eddie, the whole world is going to get shut down over a fake virus, what would you have said? Would you have taken me seriously? Yeah, probably considering considering a few things now. But I'll tell you one thing that came from it also. Mm-hmm. Going back to them C-Corps and LLCs, there's a heaven, a lot of brothers and sisters and Caucasians also that created their businesses because they got time to think. And that's yeah. what we need to start doing. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. go, ahead with, go ahead with that thought. If you told me that there was going to be a virus that was going to shut down the world, would I believe you? On certain levels, probably not. But since I know X, I, I, that's why I said yeah. <laughs> since I know since about I know that syphilis experiment and stuff, I, I would have said yeah, too. But, Bam, no, Bam. We're talking about the whole world. Do you know what that takes? Zion. Yeah, and it but it exposed them also. We We ain't talking about that. We talking about the mere fact that somebody would have the gall, the power to do that. No, I as much research as I do, Bev, you couldn't come to me in twenty ten and tell me that there was gonna be somebody to shut down the whole world. We didn't know that they was entrenched that way. We didn't know that they had that that worldly power. Now we see it. Like you say, if you can see your enemy, you know how to fight it. Yes. That's right. Oh, yeah, no question about it. But what I'm saying is, man, there's no way we could have seen that coming. Unless we had okay. the epidemic, right? And so that what that, what it did was it brought them out. It brought them out from hiding. We see it now. That's because they 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 don't care anymore. Since that they they put so much stuff in place behind the scenes, most people wouldn't believe it, and we don't have time to go over all of it. But they didn't stop doing what they was doing. Okay, and they ain't stopped yet. No, we're not supposed to stop either. I agree. I sure. But they got levels of power. Is that's just again? Yes, we have the metaphysical power. But as far as I'm concerned, I keep saying this: that's potential. That's predicated on behavior. That's potential. Otherwise, we'd be using it now. We wouldn't be in this position. So it's called now, potential. Dog. Dog. We, we wouldn't even be here if we wasn't using, some of us wasn't using it. They would have wiped, wiped us off the planet a long time ago. Well, now we Thank doing you. <laughs> we've been we've, we've been somewhat assisting them, but just like what Sis said, bro, they've been trying since 
14, well, before 1492, they've been trying. See, that's another reason why um, researching the past for yourself and let your spirit be your guide and your guide, your compass, or should I say your scales, to say what is and what's not. Because, um, again, we are the oldest on this planet. And there's always a period somewhere, and then there's a zero that starts the cycles again. Yeah. There's a lot of different individuals on this planet that's walking around as man and mankind that was not there. It's not on the walls. And Kemet, Kemet's one of the oldest murals known on this planet is in Kemet and all places where there's pyramids and ancient hieroglyphs. So that's something that we need to take into consideration. And, and another thing I want to say is, again, once the people get tired Carnal weapons mean nothing right. to the vibration of spirit. Yes. They know yes. that, and that's another reason why they think this technology is going to stop something that's more powerful than their nuclear bombs, yes. that some uh, superior beings say will never be exploded on this planet or off this planet or out into this atmosphere ever. So I understand what you're saying. And you're right, if the people don't wake up, but just like what uh, the brother said earlier about that Million Man March, everybody ain't in love with Farrakhan. Everybody never really was in love with Farrakhan, but it was just the fact that they wanted to participate in something. And it was over two and a half million. I don't know if you was there, but I was there. And there were a lot of black trucks around, but I don't know if there was anybody in them trucks, but I tell you what. The city was shut down then, just like they shut down after this testemic. And I don't know if uh, 1600 Pennsylvania is actually open, but I know Sleepy Joe is still sleeping, and that's a beautiful thing because, you know, AI ain't nothing to the power and the mind of melanated people. And I'll rest on that. And that's the whole thing. They know our power. We don't know our power. And that's what we're starting yeah. to wake up to. Uh, that's every, every that 470. That's what that means. That means we're in trouble. 470? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. Hold up, guys. Better love. Brother, Brother Robert X and Sister Beverly, I... Um, I want to read something to you, if I may. Okay. Yes, please. Yes, by all means. Eight, eight six nine The African American trademark was assigned a serial number. That's the number I just read by the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Yeah. Yes. PTO, trademark serial number, is a unique ID to identify the African-American mark in USPTO. The African-American mark filed in the category 
of meat and processed food products. Uh, current, can't see the rest of this. Uh, current status registered, status date Tuesday, October 4, 2016, word mark, African American. I just wanted to share that. It's something I found on uh, the web, and I screenshot it. Some people may already be aware of it, but I'm sure that the collective may not be. And so what does that mean, want... I'm sorry? Can you tell us what that means? It means that the African-American, that term, has a trademark in the United States Trademark Patent Office. The number oh, is 86979951. The current status is registered. And it is filed in the category of meat and processed food products. This is what your government thinks of us, the collective. Right. That's, that's what that's I thought. Soil and green. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. That's well, why I was I just mean, trying I, to make sure I heard what you were saying. Yes. Yes, I just wanted to share that, uh, you know, we need to be careful how we identify ourselves. It's just a matter of the way we speak. I think, I like to think of us as immortal. I like to think of the collective, the indigenous collective, <laughs> Who's still on the land, by the way. This is still mm-hmm, our yeah. shit. I ain't giving my portion up. Uh-uh. But anyway, mm-hmm. I think I'm the reason so basical is because subconsciously we've been through this extinction level event before, subconsciously. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's why for one group of people, we say this is an amazing time to be alive because we've been through this shit before. And for yeah. another group of people, they have gone beyond scared. They are fucking terrified. Look at <laughs> yeah. observer. Look at Marie. Uh, what's her name? Gina Marie Colvin here. Scared to death. Okay? We're going to get through this. We're going to come up out of this smoke. And mirrors, smelling like a rose. I'll see you on the other side. And as far as ain't nothing new under the sun, we got to go over that bad boy and create something new. That's what time it is. That's what time it is. We are creators. We are creators. This is why that feminine and masculine energy has to reunite with itself. Yes. Say it again, Doc, before Bev met. Before, before Bev mute me, say it again. <laughs> uh, um, okay. They, I think they had cut us off. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you want me to read that again about the African American trademark? We're just like Doctor no, Hoffman not. said. Nothing more than soil and green. But we're going to move past that. And we're not children. We are immortals. We're earth angels. I refer to myself as immortal 
indigenous and intelligent. And the intelligence comes from knowing that you are immortal and indigenous. That automatically makes you intelligent. Change what you're saying about yourself. Words is is powerful. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Sister Hold on, sis. I got something for you. We are celestial and terrestrial. We are from the earth and the sky. We are the sky people also. Yes. So this is not the whole unit. We are the Lord's. In in the Helios Biblios, they say the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So that's us. It's nighttime here. If you look up at the sky, you still see your people. When you look past those little dots, everything else looks just like you. You look down at the earth, beyond the vegetation, what do you see? You. The only time they could date and see how old something is, they have to, what, carbon date it. Mm-hmm. And you know something else? Immortals do not need food and water. We don't need to worry about whether we're going to eat or drink. we fucking immortal. We don't need to worry about the future of the children. Our children are immortal. It ain't nothing nobody can do about that. We are immortal. There's nothing no one can do about that. What we need to do is fucking say it. I'm on my land. It ain't been stolen from me because I'm still here, okay? Let's get over the right. sun and create something new. And we need to be focusing on our capability, not what they're trying to do. They are a distraction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the one thing that we all can do is change our words. I'm an earth angel. I'm immortal. I'm on my land. Who are you? Where did you come from? What do you want? Why should I even listen to you? Since I was here first, we got to grow up. And all we have to do to grow up is change what we say about each other. Our mind. Yeah. Now it's with the mind. That's the universe. Thank you. What you you think is what you say. And not only that. We are alchemists. We are alchemists. This is how we, we this is how you make the change. Go ahead. This is wonderful. I, I just appreciate having the opportunity to express what has been inside me and wanting to come out. I'm I'm just a messenger. That's all. No more, no That's less. Right. We are indigenous and intelligent. And I'm going to see everybody. We're going to see each other on the other side when this shit has been cleaned up and sanitized and disinfected so we can live on it like we're supposed to because this is our shit. Y'all have a good night. I'll get excited. <laughs> Thank you. All right, y'all. We will, continue. we will continue this tomorrow. We are out of time. So better love and thanks, everyone, for participating. Talk to you tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.